I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. There's over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. Going on, and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And he fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield.
What's up, family? How's everybody doing tonight? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Eagles Nest. It's your boy, John Fashcroft, and with me with me in the nick of time tonight, <laughs> right in the nick of time, Brother Akila, how are you, man? I'm really well. Racial greetings, John. I'm very glad to be here. I wasn't sure I was going to make it uh, on account of Canada being faggots, so uh, yeah, we're good, man. Good. Yeah, it's some weird shit, the entire fucking internet being down in like a, a whole area. That was bizarre, man. Oh, yeah, yeah seven. I, the the um the entire country's traffic is down twenty five percent for the day, like which is a lot. So yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking weird. Wicked. I don't get it. I'll, Falcon I'll speculating. Oh, I love speculating, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things to do, huh? <laughs> speculate on shit. Oh man. Uh. Here we go. Uh, Falcon, thank you very much, brother. He says, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, brother. Thank you very much. Also, brother, fitness by Heather Heyer. What's up, bub? He thank says, you. raise hail and pay and praise Dale. Amen, bro. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. DeWitt, what's up, brother? No goal. How are you? He says, hail to Aquila. Uh, so, says, hail to no goal. How are you, brother? Tay, what's up, Tay? It's nationwide here. Um, I'm assuming Tay's up there in uh, America's hat as well. Uh, what's up, vet kid? Um, Tay, I never knew you were up there in Kanadistan. Uh, open road, what's up, family? Chain reaction, what's up, Biggest Smalls? What are you livid about, bro? Why are you livid? No need to be livid. Huh? Turn that uh, anger into action, bro. Huh? You know, we need to start using our body as a flux capacitor for anger, right? Do you remember what the flux capacitor is? Do you know what that is? A uh, little Akilah. machine in... In uh, Back to the Future, in the car that makes them change time, but I don't know why we got to use it for anger. I don't know how it works. Huh? Well, because what you do is you feed stuff into the thing, and it gives it power, right? So you use the anger, you feed the anger into your flux of power, and let it power you to move forward, right? Not not uh, d put you in a state of despair and what people yes. like to call the black pill, right? So we yes, need to learn. Yes. We need to start learning how to to turn our anger into action, positive action. Uh, so yeah, don't be livid, brother. Be be righteous. Uh, what's up, yeah, bro? I'm yeah. glad you're here. Tipsy, what's up, Bubba? How are you, man? Uh, thank you for the. He says sent a hundred library corn, boosted a hundred library corn. It said coin. <laughs> says pending though. Yeah, I, I I thank you. I appreciate it, brother. But I don't have any idea how the uh, library coin system works. I'm fucking retarded when it comes to that. I need to get uh, another. I need to get like a little side table thing. Uh, sickle cell. What's up, buddy? Uh, what's up, Mr. Clean Oven? Uh, Tuber, what's up, bro? The thing is, uh, things open. You're welcome on as always, brother, if you want to. Uh, Vet Kid says, I want a swastika tat so bad. Bro, don't do it. Listen, um, not because of any, like, uh, optics reasons or anything like that. This is what I think about when I think about getting, like, swastika tattoos and things like that. Um, I think of going in and needing to have, like, a serious surgery. Right? You go into the doctor, you need a very serious uh, operation or some sort of medical procedure. You get some Jewish or uh, black. Actually, I bet you would probably have a better chance getting fair treatment from a nigger <laughs> than you would like a Jew or a Paki. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. But yeah, anyway, it goes. You, it, it, it always freaks me out. That's why I haven't, because I always wanted to get my shoulders capped with the sun and rods on each side, right? I wanted my shoulders to be capped with sun and rods. But man, I'm, I'm so worried, you know. I mean, and it could even be a fucking minor thing. You know, you fuck around and like uh, when I was in a head-on collision in, uh, this was probably 2010, 
and I dislocated and fucked my shoulder all up. Like I dislocated and and cracked the the my shoulder blade back there. I'm assuming because it knocked me out. I don't really know exactly what happened. My buddy was all fucking spun out on e-pills and just went left on a green light instead of waiting and smacked right into this fucking car. Uh, but <clears throat> when all that happened, long story short, when all that happened, they had me in the hospital and my shit was so fucked up, I didn't have any ability to hold my own arm up, so it was just falling backwards. So even when they laid me in the hospital bed in the hospital, even with pillows and shit under it, it was like, because I was laying back, it kept wanting to, like, the pressure was backwards, and it hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, and anyways, eventually, when it come around to time to set this thing, I told that lady, I was like, hey, you're going to want to put me to sleep when you start fucking with this arm. And she was like, well, what we're going to do is a conscious sedation. She was like, uh, you'll be awake, but you won't remember any of it. And I said, ma'am, you do not want me to be awake. When you touch that motherfucking arm. <laughs> That's exactly what I told her. And uh, next thing I knew, I was I come out of it. Uh, my girlfriend was sitting next to me, and fucking my arm was all wrapped up in a fucking sling and shit. So, I mean, even a small procedure like that, right? Just my, my shoulder being dislocated and fucked up. You know, they could have fucking, they could have very easily overdosed me on anesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't trust uh, the medical industry, especially not with tattoos and shit like that on me, so... Uh, like I said, not for any like optics or ideological reasons, just like to save your own life. <laughs> Please don't do that, man. Uh, it's not a bad argument, man. Honestly, it's kind of an, a kind of a fresh one. I, I don't think I've ever heard that like practicality of of bad optics tattoos. You know, uh, I don't even consider them bad optics tattoos. You know, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You know, in quotes, you know, whatever bad yeah. optics. Uh, but like, I've been on that tip. I've been thinking about it like heavily, man. And uh, yeah, you're gonna have, you're making me think twice now. Not the swastika, but I mean, I would like it. But you know, yeah, because I mean, like I've seen some fucking amazing Sonnenrod tattoos, man. You know what I mean? I have, uh, and I yeah. would, like I said, I would always wanted to get my fucking shoulders done with them. But man, that's all I can think about, man. I'm not worried about like public repercussion. I'm not worried about looking like a fucking criminal. Or, I mean, I'm already tattooed to shit. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about any of the optical reasons. I'm strictly worried about, especially me, I'm fucking getting into my older years, right? I'm about to turn 39 here soon. Uh, so, you know what I mean? That just worries me, man. You know what I mean? Go in for fucking some stupid fucking simple procedure and some ideological fucking doctor just fucking wax your motherfucking ass, huh? Yeah, it's possible, man. Who got a uh, our boy down in Australia, uh, Vanilla Gorilla? He got a fucking he got the Derek Vineyard on his left pec. Uh, yeah, just recently, I think. Yeah, it looks badass, but that's what I was. And see, that's me. I'm a fucking I'm a sucker for that shit. I like it, right? <laughs> I would totally fucking get some shit like yeah, that. You know what I mean? But it's just that that one thing has always been in the back of my mind, like man. You're going to go in for a fucking ingrown toenail, huh? <laughs> and fucking end up dead behind some nigger doctor sees your fucking tattoo. You know what I mean? That's like my brother-in-law, man. I worry about him. <clears throat> my brother-in-law's got white power down the back of his arms. And he's got like a fucking a shitty Klansman tattooed on his calf and shit. You know what I mean? And I worry about him because he's old and he's not in good shape. You know what I mean? He's kind of fat. You know what I mean? And stuff. He didn't always used to be, but you know what I mean? The guy's getting old and shit, so... 
Uh, I worry about him, like, man, going in to get fucking some procedure because he's getting old and they see that shit. It does. It worries me for him because he's a solid, he's a good fucking dude, man. You know what I mean? Like, they'll never yeah. take the chance to, like, know who the guy is, right? Especially, I think he's probably most at risk from white liberals, right? Ideological what? white liberals uh, would probably yeah, be his so. most. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they'll never give him the chance to realize this guy takes care of, like, fucking six fucking kids, you know what I mean? He takes care of all of his grandbabies, you know what I mean? Because his daughters are kind of fucking, not bad kids, but you know what I mean? Just still, be, they're still kids, I think is the, the problem, right? They had their kids young, so he, he does yeah. a lot of good grandpa shit. He's just a solid dude, man, and they would never take the time to figure that out. They would just ice his fucking ass, you know what I mean, over the yeah. over Maybe the Maybe you could just them the whole thing, like, look, I was young, I went inside, or something like that, you well, know? Yeah. That's definitely where he got them. You can tell. There's incredibly terrible tattoos. I love the guy, but they're incredibly terrible tattoos. They suck so bad. <laughs> that being said, though, I did see, I have seen some pretty good stuff come out of, uh, one of the coolest tattoos I ever seen was when I was locked up in a work center. There was a big fucking Indian dude who had a bear clan tattoo and this fucking, like, I guess a grizzly bear or whatever on his leg. He said the dude did it with, like, he did part of it with razor blades. And, oh man, it looked fucking good. Man, I don't know. I, don't, I, I didn't see him do it. I wasn't there. It's just what the guy fucking told me. So I don't want anybody yeah. to say, oh, you can't fucking do that. I don't fucking know. It's just what the fucking guy told me. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was like, it almost looked like you could fucking feel the hair on the bear. You know what I mean? It was so soft and deep. It was really good. But anyhow. Uh, nice. we got some more things real quick, and then we're gonna get on it. We got some interesting shit to talk about tonight. We're gonna go ahead and uh, let me get over here. Um, Black Pill says the Highland Shooters' whole mom. <laughs> Black Pill heathen. Let's look at the uh, Highland Shooters' whore mother. Uh, isn't she uh his Jewish whore mother? Isn't that a more apt way to put it? I, I don't. Supposedly it came by. Well, I listened to Monday's. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been listening to TDS at all, but I listened to Monday's TDS, and they talked about the family. They talked about the father and the mother, and I think I, I think I had it right. Mike basically kind of said the same thing that I said. Uh, I, be, I believe it was Tuesday night. I hadn't listened yet, um, but I, I had said that they looked like weird swingers, or like. So I think the story that Mike was kind of alluding to was that she seemed to be cucking the husband. She she seems to like she didn't like. Like the kids were in, Mike had said the kids were in like after school programs and stuff, sports programs, and the parents wouldn't pick them up. People had to call them to come pick up their kids. The mother acted like uh, the, this, the boy was a nuisance. So this woman, she has like these big, probably fake titties, probably has this old cock paying for her shit, and she's just fucking everybody. She's probably taking black dick like every day, fuck. Yeah, that's exactly what I heard, that she was just like a very absent mother, treated the kids like a burden, was running around fucking everything that moved. No wonder the kid is, you know, well... He's Jewish, so he's already going to have severe mental issues, right? But that, coupled with his mother being a Jew whore, is like just, you know. Yeah, so. I, I didn't have to do nothing but look at the picture of the family just to come up with that take, too, to be honest. I didn't, like, read any like stories, right? I just looked at them. Like, they look like that, right? So, well, dude, you know, that kid yeah. looks like his dad. Have you seen pictures of his dad? His dad looks like Michael Malice. They're 100% yeah. Russian Jewish. His dad looks like Michael Malice's brother. They could possibly be related. They could possibly be related. I mean, the 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 resemblance is fucking striking. 
It's crazy. But, I mean, I mean, they went. The, I, oh no, you know what? It was when we were on Tuesday. It was striking Mike on Tuesday night. They they came in with this take while we were on the air on Tuesday night. That's what happened. Um, but uh, they were kind of like going off on like how we shouldn't like talking about. I was talking about not speculating before. You know, they were saying like you know we all speculate and you shouldn't. Striker had a had a, had a rant on that and like you know like. I think it's mine and your job to not give a fuck about that and <laughs> just say what we think. Yeah, but, fuck that. Yeah, I, I'm speculating yeah. because hey, because here's the deal: 99% of the time, my speculations are right. I'll take the one percent. I, I, my pride isn't hurt by being wrong one percent of the time. I'll take that on the chin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are pretty good fucking odds. <laughs> I agree. You could roll those dice, man. Like because, I mean, yeah, just trust your eyes. Trust your eyes, right, folks? Like, trust your gut. You know, trust your eyes. That's the first step to critical thinking so i don't uh, disagree with striker totally but like you know he's a journalist well, i'm not calling myself a journalist and and there's there's a thing right <clears throat> there's a difference between speculation and being a schizophrenic right you know what i mean like speculating yeah. that this kid's uh parents were jewish because of their physiognomy and that his wife his mother is a whore because of her you know behavior and appearance is far different than like speculating that they're crisis actors and the shooting was fake Right, and I think that's probably more what Stryker was alluding to is these fucking weirdos who think everything's fake and they start speculating on shit and comparing like, oh, this is Abby Shapiro as a crisis actor or some weird. I mean, not that that's what's being said, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Shit like that. Uh, but uh, as for me, like, uh, no, nah, I'm going to do what I do, man, because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was take, I think he was taking a low-key shot at Johnny Monoxide there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hey, man. Uh, some of the shit those guys talk about is completely off the rails, man. It is. That's totally one of the things. And there's like what, a percentage, like I'd say, like maybe five, ten percent of what they say that sort of overlaps with some of our 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 stuff. But you know, they you know, so it's like it's from a place of reason. I where, where I, I where I give uh, Paranormies credit is that the meme that they roll with, which is everything is fake and gay, is like fundamentally true. But like on a metaphysical level, it's because we have an attack on truth that they're correct. It's not because of all of the fucking deconstructionism that they do. Yeah, I think there's a, I think that uh, Flat Earth was a very amazing uh, psyop put out by Jews. I think it was a masterstroke of a psyop because if you notice, Flat Earth breaks people's brain. Once people start looking into Flat Earth, they go completely insane. And it breaks them, and they just get completely obsessed with that. And then they go into, like, all kinds of bizarre shit after that, right? Like, I have yeah, yeah. looked into flat, flat Earth stuff, and I thought it was interesting and funny and shit like that, but, like, it's just absurd, right? And then you notice, like, all of the Flat Earth people get into, like, way weirder shit, right? Like, way weirder shit. Like, birds aren't real kind of shit, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it leads them to this broke brain fucking rabbit hole that's just wild, man. So I blame yeah. Flat Earth. Because before Flat Earth came around, the paranormies were on point, right? They were doing, like, uh, you know, pedophilia shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, Pizzagate-type shit. They were doing uh, uh, occult shit. You know what I mean? They were doing real cool, interesting shit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Alex Duganis, thank you very much. He says, hey, it's White Wolf. Uh, dude, I, um, I responded to you on Telegram. You've already contacted me. My... Uh, Twitter got showed. I'm not on Twitter no more. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Chain Reaction says, I explained it on you. Yeah, so I, I read that. It said, um, I guess the idea is you can donate library coin and then retract it. 
Yeah. No, uh, birds aren't real. Beefy says birds aren't real, nigga. Peep game, Operation Mockingjay. Uh, and that <laughs> that's one of those things, man. It's like uh, it's like um, uh, chemtrails, right? The birds aren't real thing is like chemtrails. So like, there's yep. like these released documents from like the fucking sixties or seventies about them seeding and doing some weird shit with dropping like barium and different metals out of planes and like, yeah, they did it then. But then that goes from them doing it this one time and it being a thing and to where like every fucking airplane in the sky has a little secret compartment and every fucking pilot knows about the button and when to hit it and dump the chemtrails and like that's just not a thing <laughs> right kind of like oh, the birds what... aren't real like birds aren't real is probably based on a thing i don't know a whole lot about it but i'm assuming it's probably a thing where there was some weird thing where they tried to make spy drones look like birds at one point in time, so now everybody thinks like half the birds in the sky are spy drones and shit. <laughs> Here's my bird take. This is my bird theory, okay? What I think is that all brown birds are real, but all like super colorful birds, especially like blue birds, those are fake. That's how I feel about it. If you if the if the bird if the bird has a weird weird crazy color in it, like a parrot or like a fucking cardinal or a blue jay, <laughs> that, that, that's fake shit. But like sparrows yeah. and shit, that's the real shit. That's like, have you ever heard of the idea that blue, the color blue actually like doesn't exist in nature? It's a trick <laughs> that your eyes are playing. That's like an actual, not a kooky thing. That's like a, a it's an actual thing, right? The yeah, color blue, the, the color blue is like either doesn't exist or is very rare in nature. And every time you see it in nature on like birds and shit like that, it's an optical illusion or some shit like that. I don't know. Somebody can look it up. I, I saw that somewhere one time. <laughs> You have like Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, Bluebird, right? So you know all the connections there. It goes right back to the government through David Crosby. And all <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blue is uh, not real. So it's a comment on the color thing, right? The blue is not real and the birds aren't real. So Bluebird, you know? Yeah. So therefore, everything's fake and gay. Everything's fake and gay. Paranormies right again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clean Oven, Amy Colbert. What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? What's up, Sheen? How's everybody over there on Shing doing, man? Oh, man. All right. Anyways, guys, we got some stuff to talk about. Oh, wait. Hold on. I want to do this. We got this. Somebody sent this in, and let's check it out real quick before we get too far into this. Let's get back over to the chat. Uh, here we go. Let's take it down to the, to the big TV so the, so, the, so the people can see. Take it down to, the, down to the big TV so the people can see. Boom. Here we go. All right. Denise Pessina, right? Pessina? Pessina? Confronts SWAT personnel and police. Exposes <laughs> She shakes her tits. What a fucking whore. She shakes her fucking tits. Of course she does. She probably sucked off all those fucking SWAT officers. She's like, hey, <laughs> I'll suck every one of your dicks if you just leave. Uh, police and SWAT. Huh? They probably take it. They just fucking line up those faggots. <laughs> They'd probably take it and then still arrest her ass, huh? <laughs> That's what I'd do. <laughs> That's what I'd do. I'd let her fucking blow me and then arrest the bitch. Uh, police and SWAT personnel just before 4 p.m. Monday on July 4, 2022, began to assemble in front of the home of Denise Pessina, mother of the Highland Park Independence Day mass shooter. Suspect Robert E. Cremio III late, uh, of Lake County, or I'm sorry, Lake County Major Crime Task Force spokesman, Deputy Chief Christopher Covelli. Released yesterday, Tuesday, July 5th, 
2022 that investigators believe that Robert E. Cremillo III disguised himself as a woman to blend in with the crowd as he left the mass shooting scene with a rifle just after 10.15 <clears throat> on Monday, July 4th, 2022, and then walked to his mother's home a short distance away from the crime scene. Covelli did not release the address of the mother's home, but the SWAT operation at Denise Penis's home, Pesina's home was randomly discovered as part of an observation of a very large area of police activity in Highland Park. Covelli did not release the identity of the suspect's mother, but published an obituary of a grandfather and, a mul- and multiple media sources have identified Denise Pesina as the mother of Robert E. Cremillo III. <clears throat> in a press conference Tuesday, Lake County Sheriff's Deputy Chief Covelli of the Lake County Major Crime Task Force said Robert E. Cremillo borrowed his mother's car and fled the area. Covelli has also said that there was no indication that Robert E. Cremillo told his mother that he had committed the crime in downtown Highland Park earlier on Monday at about 1.40 p.m. And before he was captured, police indicated that Cremillo was believed to be driving a 2010 silver Honda Fit with license plate number or whatever. Uh, where does it get to talking about her pulling her tits up? I don't give a fuck about this weird Jewish faggot. Uh, that is like a long, a long fucking article just to say she pulled her tits up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the Jesus. only part, part of your... She, 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 yeah, she was stacked, man. She could braid those. <laughs> she could braid them. Fu- <laughs> she could braid them titties, huh? The blood on her. Did you see that thing blood on her made? The titty braiding contest? <laughs> uh, what we got here, Sickle Cell? I'm going to look at this, uh, and then we got to get to the other shit we got here. I want to watch this video first. Let me get this pulled up over here. I just started using Brave Browser because I was tired of fucking uh, ads and shit. I'm fucking waiting for it to like dox me somehow. Yeah. Uh. Oh, it's just the new. Yeah, Western Chauvinist has a new Telegram. <clears throat> they got banned. Yeah, I remember that. I heard that. Uh. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's let me get this thing shared for you, and then we'll get on. Yeah, man, Chauvinist. There is a new surveillance photo of the accused gunman taken moments after the shooting. Police say he was heading to his mother's house. CBS 2 investigator Dave Savini has been tracking down his family and joins us live. What is that noise? You got a noise? What he's found. Dave? So, Cremo's mother has been at the center of some police contact over the last few hours. Overnight with a police... Yo, did you hear that they they shut down an entire like FedEx office over this bitch? Did you hear about that? Or UPS office? Did you hear about that? No, no. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So apparently she had a, a UPS store where she had a P.O. box or some shit like that. And the feds shut it down. Shut down the entire store. Oh, SWAT team. And today we found a business with a mailbox listed to her. That mailbox oh, yeah. under a police seal. Here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> the suspect's mother is seen here in a confrontation with police on the 1500 block of McDaniels Avenue. Yeah, they got her chest fucking blurred out, and I fucking I don't know how real it is, but I've seen that she's wearing a Star of David pendant. Oh my God! That's what I heard. That's what I saw. I don't know how real it is. You know, I mean, you can only trust so much because people are so good with that image editing. But it looked like when they took the blur away. I guess some uh, channels blurred the necklace, some didn't, and on the ones that didn't, it was a Star of David. I don't know. New in Highland Park, 
the video shows SWAT teams standing Huh? Um, to say before you get too deep in the video, guys, when you're when you're watching this, think about the difference between the coverage of Waukesha and this incident. Both parades, right? Both political attacks, right? Both mentally unstable rappers, right? And what did Waukesha get? And what did this get? Just keep it in your mind, right? On that street, as she shouts and makes gestures, appearing very angry. Bobby Cremo's mother, Denise Pacina, also has a mailbox and business listed at another address. This address, the UPS store about three blocks away from the mass shooting scene. Is that mailbox the subject of a police investigation? The CBS2 investigators found the entire UPS store has been locked and closed by police order. No one can enter or access their mailboxes. It's the only store with such a sign in this small strip mall. The mailbox we found coming back to his mother is partially blocked by a cardboard box. No word yet on why police have ordered this UPS store closed. We are trying to get an answer from police about that mailbox. We're still waiting for a response. Chris and Marie, Dave Savini, CBS2 Investigators back. Strange shit, man. You know what I mean? Strange fucking shit. I don't, I don't, I wonder what's going on with that fucking mail, with that fucking UPS mailbox that they want shut down. Mm. It's weird, dude. It's weird, dude. I, I, I mean, the speculation, this, it, it lines up with like the other MKUltra things we've seen. So it lines up with Buffalo. There's a lot of overlap there. There's a lot of overlap with Uvalde. There's even overlap, like I just said, with Waukesha. Um, so like, <coughs> These guys are on 4chan, they're, they're on the internet, they're on SoundCloud, they're trying to be artists, they're trying to influence culture, uh, but they're also, like, spending all their time on the internet, getting influenced, um, and so, like, how much Fed work is involved, like, I, you know, how much is the fake and gay meme apply to this? Um, I think that's the major question. 100%. And, 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 and it's, it, it, it's like... Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. The, the truth, the, sorry, the, the issue of truth, right? Like our issue of this truth. How do you discern? We can't trust a fucking thing we see except what we see with our eyes, right? And, and so, you know, like a UPS fucking PO box could be full of stuff that ties that mother and that husband or whatever to to up to like fed shit, right? Or it could be God knows, right? You could, you could only imagine. So I was cautioned against. Uh, you you hear me caution against these things often. You know, don't look what don't don't try to imagine what's scary behind the curtain. We're not going to get anywhere that way. So like what we were saying earlier, it gets crazy. But on the other side, it's like everything's fake and gay. So we're in this fucking tough spot. And and you know our our, our ideological forefathers fought for truth. They fought and died for truth because the attachment of of truth and God and our race. And, oh, and go ahead. Yeah, if, if I mean, if these are reasons to fucking get after it, I don't know what is. You know, the, just, for me, just the attack on truth is enough. It's enough, you know, because we we can't live. You can't live like that. Well, and we just gotta keep in mind, like in my opinion, the uh, fake and gay thing applies to this one hundred percent. But we just have to realize what we're talking about when we're talking about fake and gay, right? Uh. I'm not into, like, the crisis sector fake shooting thing. When I say these things are psyops or gay-ups, I'm saying these things are psyops or gay-ups in the um, Operation Gladio sense of the term. 
right, the strategy of tension sense of, sense of the term, that these people are aided and abetted by federal agencies to do this to cause chaos in the public, right? That is what I mean when I say these are, are fake and gay. These are, uh, you know, like I said the other day, these shootings have now become Americ Jewish-American uh, uh, performance art, right? That's what these right. shootings are. They are all Jewish-American performance art. They are created by uh, America, right? For, by, for and by America, right? They are created from the break, broken brains of kids that have to grow up in this fucking hellscape. They all have these fucking little, uh, uh, you know, their own little style, right? They got their little outfit put together. They've got a little uh, fucking uh, a web, fucking a cloud storage of all their weird, like, art and manifestos and videos they've made, and they all write a little... It's all the same shit, right? This has become a performance, right? This is Jewish-American performance art. I said that when we first talked about this, man. And we have to realize it is that, right? These things aren't driven by ideology. These are driven by mentally ill people broken by the Jewish system and aided and abetted by federal law enforcement agencies. That's what these things are. Yeah, that's right. These things come about in the minds of these individuals as they're kind of tapped down this path and kind of kept on this path, you know, and, and it's the detachment from reality that produces the violence. These people don't really know what they're doing till it's done, you know, and because they're not, they don't live in the real world. And, and when, when I, I would, I could only imagine that, that the people that get involved with them on the internet, that, that push them down this path, you know, they recognize them for what they are. She needs to. And, and it's certain traits and th certain things that are displayed in their behavior that, that, make, that make it obvious that they're vulnerable um, to that sort of, uh, you know, Im Im impressionability. Uh, and it's fucking concerning, you know? So, I mean, for parents, like, it's like, watch your kids, man. Watch your kids. Pay attention to what they do. A 20-year-old in your house follows your rules. Well, and stop trying to be your fucking kids' friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if your kid's doing some weird shit, call them out on, like, hey, what the fuck is that weird shit you're doing? Yep. Right? Stop trying to, to fucking play in to kids' mental illness. It's like the, the hearing voices movement. Have you heard of this? That's what this, shit, that's what this is, right? This is all a, re, a result of, the, of parenting in the, uh, in the vein of, like, the hearing voices movement, where these people uh, go to schizophrenic people and, like, try to play into their uh, delusions as opposed to cure them for, from them. Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah. I, have. I actually have a thing about this. Let me find this real quick. But it's funny, it jumps off from another thing Stryker said on Tuesday about Michel Foucault being the person who first put forth the notions of, like, schizophrenia. Like, why, why are we discriminating against these people who experience the world differently? They're okay, we're okay, you know? And, and, and it's really to highlight this fucking detachment from reality. Like, a schizophrenic has a normal view of things, and there is no actual mean. There's no normal to compare it to, right? So it's deconstruction of reality itself. <laughs> Fucking crazy, and, and Foucault is a postmodernist, right? So this is a, a very acutely postmodern affliction. The fucking, like you say, it breaks people's brains. The way that their brains are broken is very particular to this time and this place and this era. Yeah, here it is. Check this out. You're 100% right. The Hearing Voices Movement is the name used by organizations and individuals advocating the Hearing Voices approach an alternative way of understanding the experience of those people who hear voices, the medical professionals uh, in the medical professional literature, hearing voices most often referred to as auditory verbal hallucinations. The movement uses the term hearing voices, which it feels is more accurate and user and a user-friendly term. 
Uh, so what these do is say, uh, it challenges the notion that hearing voices is a characteristic of mental illness. Instead, it regards hearing voices as a meaningful and as, as meaningful and understandable, although unusual as a, I'm sorry, excuse me. It, instead, it regards hearing voices as a meaningful and understandable, although unusual human variation. It therefore rejects the stigma and, patholog and pathologization of hearing voices and advocates human rights, social justice, and support for people who hear voices that is empowering and recovery-focused. They literally fucking encourage these people to talk to the voices in their head. They drive people more insane. It's just like this shit with tranny shit, right? Fostering these mental illnesses instead of fucking trying to help these people, right? They just foster the illness and foster the illness and make it worse and worse and worse. Yeah, you have to realize that this is how the human brain works, right? Your, your brain, it creates um, these sort of overarching pathways, these ways of interacting with the environment that, that kick off certain conversations that you have with yourself, internal dialogue, which ends up being like your frame for reality, right? So, you know, everybody knows like the idea of like, you know, your, yourself, you know, like the person you're, you're having a conversation with and then, and then the voice that's talking to you. Right, you have a conversation with yourself. People who like white people that 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 have internal dialogue, you know, uh, they they have that experience, right? So these schizophrenics, they have that like in, inner child that they're addressing. They have the voice that that goes back and forth with it, and then they have like a bunch of others, and all of that is related to like the pathways in their brain. So they see a, they go up to the oven, it kicks off a conversation for themselves, and then that conversation because their brains are fucking busted up, it kicks off like an interaction with with these other sort of like not real like like the, the mental illness side of it the the voices right so what you should be trying to do to treat these people is tether them to reality with something tangible right like i think and i'm like call me a spurg whatever like it's probably not true what i'm gonna say but i think that i can help to cure people's mental illness by lifting weights like either depression bipolar uh even schizophrenia you could get it under control by teaching people how to manage their internal dialogue no, dude, that's you're 100% right. I remember back in the day, there was, matter of fact, I bet I could even find this. Back in the day, there were articles coming out from like medical shit about how exercise was like the number one cure to depression. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then we're going to get on to this, uh, this story I want to talk about. There it yeah, is. I don't right want to derail too far, but that's, that's really the case, man. Like, uh, like, Exercise seems to be the um, the number one variable that you can inject into your life to create change of any type, right? So if you have pathways, right? So, so let's say you don't squat well. Your squat pattern sucks. You come to me. I teach you how to. And I'm, no, I'm, no, no, I'm pumping my services. But anyways, you come to somebody like me. They they teach you how to squat properly. Now you have two patterns. You have your old shitty squat pattern and a new squat pattern. If you focus on the internal dialogue that creates the new good squat pattern, then the old one stays, but it doesn't affect you negatively, right? So it's all about status. So, so you could take that squat pattern and you could like expand it to like a, a conversation that you have with yourself, like uh, the way you leave your your house in the morning. Pick, take your keys, put them in this in your pocket, open the door with your right hand. We all we think that we're doing those things all on purpose, but the way that our brain interacts with space, it takes in all this information, spits back out reality. Right. And then we, we run on a lot of like uh, autopilot and we don't realize we're having these like conscious conversations with ourselves. But like, like the way you move around your house is not terribly conscious, even though it might feel like it is because you're conscious in the moment. There's this space where we don't actually see ourselves and our own behavior. Right. 
So you can actually get into that space and like kind of program people. Uh, I'd say to exercise, you can do it other ways. If you teach somebody to read a book, right? If you learn to just be able to have the mental fortitude to sit there and read a book or to like meditate, those things can have a similar impact. Create, uh, teach you the ability to learn new pathways. Sorry to wrap, John, Spesberg. No, 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 you're 100% right. And it's it's real, It's I mean, it's real intuitive if you think about it, man, because most um, depression and anxiety and things like that come from two things, man, lack of struggle and lack of self-confidence, right? Yes. You need to go through struggle to build self-confidence, right? And, you, and if, if you don't have self-confidence, you're obviously going to be depressed and, and, and uh, anxious in public settings, right? And lifting gives you both of those things, right? It gives you the struggle, right? The the artificial struggle to go through, right? Of of overcoming those obstacles, you know, hitting new heights in your weight and shit like that. You know what I mean? Lifting more and more and more, hitting new. Uh, you you see your body starting to transform. That builds uh, your confidence, and then and those two things right there can cure probably I would say eighty to ninety percent of depressions and anxiety issues. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's all performance based. Like if you're trying to perform, you have to do things deliberately and do them often enough over and over and over again that they become your your objective standard, your 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 predisposition. Right. So now all of a sudden you've acquired a skill. The opposite works as well. So if you're traumatized and you acquire internal dialogue off that trauma that makes you feel shitty and worse, then when you encounter those things in the future, it'll spiral you down instead of spiraling you up. Right. So you got to try and stack all, all these positive things in your life and these things that you're good at actually lean into your strengths before you try to work on your weaknesses in a certain way. Right. Because you got to build up that confidence. Like you say, it's the most important thing. I used to have a buddy who used to tell you this is kind of like a, like a it, was, it didn't, didn't seem that that significant. But you used to always just say to you, hey, figure it out, figure it out, bud. Anything you'd say to him, he'd be like, oh, whatever, bud, figure it out, figure yeah. it out, bud. It was his favorite line. And that is like. He's like a very wise dude, just in that little line, because no, feel- like, yeah, go figure it out. You gotta, you gotta figure out how to get it done. You have to have the, have the discipline to have the conversation with yourself that's gonna produce the result you're looking for, and then be able to recreate that process. No, that's what we tell people at, at work, like new guys and shit, or you, you know, the guy comes up like, hey man, I can't get this thing to, you know, I can't get this. I can't get this offset to work getting this pipe into this panel because the strut is too small and we've got, you know, an, you know, the shit in the way or whatever, right? Don't just tell them, like, hey, man, figure it out. That's, that's part yeah, of the job. Yeah, exactly. that, that has to go yeah. there, right? It has to yeah. go there, and it can. You just got to figure it out. And, it's, yeah. you know, and, that and applies we, to life, too. Yeah, dude. What we're really describing is not something like, I, 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 I talk about this, so like, like I invented it or something, but it's not true. It's really just cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. And, and like we know that that works better than like uh, Freudian psychology or any other kind of like like, uh, you know, psychoanalytics. Right. Cognitive behavioral therapy does basically exactly what I'm describing. Maybe the, the language is different to explain it. But yeah. So behavioral change and behavioral change is real and it scales. It scales from the individual to the family, to the community, to the town, to the city, to the race, like all the way up nation race. You know, so. Um, I, I love that shit. Like, I, like as you can hear, I, I could go off, and I, like I, I would if I had this one thing to talk about all day, every day, it would be this. Hell yeah! No, I love talking about that shit too. It's important shit, man, and it's uh, it, it's stuff that people need to hear, man. Because a lot of these things can be cured with without chemical interact uh, intervention, right? Uh, what's up, NGC? Yeah. But anyhow, let's get into this story here, man. So. They have drudged up some phony, fucked-up warrant 
for uh, an old white woman in the Emmett Till case, and now they're trying to indict this old lady, and they got fucking niggers, like, harassing her in the street. It's just, it's, this is fucking insane. We're gonna, let me get this shared so you can, uh, so you can watch this with me. All right, here we go. You see her? She needs to die in jail. Now, I don't say that like- You hear this, nigga? Okay? She needs to die in this jail. This is the woman who started the chain reaction that got Emmett Till killed when he was 14 years of age. Now, a warrant has been discovered that was never served on her in connection to that murder, which provides a legal avenue for her to actually finally be prosecuted. Carolyn Bryant Donham. Let's show a picture of Emmett Till and his mother, okay? Fuck That's that little rapist, Mammy nigga. Till Bradley. I want you to remember that Emmett Till was 14 years of age when Carolyn Bryant decided to lie on him, create a mob justice atmosphere where two men connected to her kidnapped him and killed him. All right, let's get into it. Carolyn Bryant, then husband Roy Bryant and his half brother J.W. Millam on August 28th, 1955 grabbed. Now, wasn't he accused of like raping a little girl or some shit? Um, I, so his father was a convicted rapist. Uh, in the military, but I don't know what he had done previously. So who is the, so the, everything I could find about him, and I, I just don't know if they're retconning this, right? If they're, if they're rewriting history a little bit, everything I can find say this is all because of him like whistling at a white woman, which I find extremely fucking hard to believe. Although I can't, never mind. I find extremely hard to believe. Um, uh, I could have swore. I always knew. The whistling. That's was what I it whistling? So who was the little who was the little black kid that killed the killed like raped and killed the little girl and they tried to say he didn't do it but like he took police to the murder weapon and all that shit. Have you not heard this? I thought that was Emmett too. Like he took he no, took no. police to the piece of metal he used to beat the girl in the head with. But yeah, uh, I don't. Know that. Yeah. So yeah, they've uh, they've uh, they said that they were digging around in a basement. They're just digging around in a basement, and, and, and they took a guess here. Watch, this shit gets fucking wild, bro. Teal from his great uncle's home carried him away and killed him. Both men are now deceased. A team searching a Mississippi courthouse. They searched the basement for evidence about the lynching of the black teenager Emmett Teal, and they found an unserved warrant charging a white woman in his 1955 kidnapping. Now, this is important because this is an unserved warrant and a different element of the crime. This is not murder, this is kidnapping. It's a different dynamic of the initial crime. Did you ever think that, that maybe it wasn't served because she was right? found not guilty this of that, right? They, they found that it was a frivolous warrant, you stupid fucking nigger. Or maybe they realized that that little motherfucker was guilty of more than just whistling at a white woman. I think that's nigger lore. I don't think that's the truth. I think this is nigger lore. Was charging Miss Carolyn Bryant, a white woman, himself. 
in his 1955 kidnapping and relatives of the victim. They want authorities to finally arrest her nearly 70 years later. All right, so yeah, she's in her 80s, okay? All right, I don't give a damn that she's in her 80s. You have to remember, her privilege. I want them. I want them to serve the warrant on Tupac Shakur's mother and, and let that nigger bitch die in jail for killing fucking federal uh, law enforcement officers. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I don't Harassing care, bro. This that, like, lady. like, like, I, I, like, Fed post, Fed post, Fed post, dog. I got a big nice tree in my front yard. This is some fucking. This is just outrageous, and this isn't even the worst of it. This, 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 this right here isn't even the worst of it. It sends me, dog. Holy shit. Ran so deep that literally she had a kidnapping of a minor arrest warrant that got squashed. Ah, you know, no big deal. You're okay. She was free. You can't even have a warrant for a damn traffic ticket and remain free for 70 years. At some point, you have to answer for that traffic ticket. This woman had a warrant for her arrest for kidnapping a child. There's more. A warrant for the arrest of Carolyn Bryant, identified as Mrs. Roy Bryant in the warrant, was discovered last week by searchers inside just, a foul folder. Just magically discovered. had been placed in a box. Right. The left floor. Just magically discovered all of a sudden after they've been, after they've been fucking, uh, you know, kicking up dust about Emmett Till for the past fucking year and a half, two years. They've been bitching about it. Now, all of a sudden, they just happened to find this fucking warrant that was never served. Get the fuck out of here. Associated Press on Wednesday. So the documents are kept inside of boxes by decade, he said. But there was nothing else to indicate whether the warrant dated August 29th, 1955 might have been. They narrowed it down between the 50s and 60s and got lucky. And got Stock lucky. Steel, who certified the warrant <laughs> as absolutely 100% genuine. Yeah, and, and Stocksteel, so they got lucky. Stocksteel says Remember the warrant's the absolutely 100% genuine. 1955. That's when the crime happened, okay? They have that on the record. August 29th, you literally have an arrest warrant for her. They knew what happened. All of them were aware of everything within 24 hours, they knew exactly what happened to this kid. There's an arrest warrant. Somebody decides to hide it, ignore it. No, it sounds to me. It sounds to me, nigger. It sounds to me, you fucking high yellow nigger, that they've issued a warrant frivolously because fucking niggers were pissing and moaning. And then they figured out later, oh, no, that's not actually what happened. That's actually not what happened. So we're going to rescind this warrant and put it away. That's what it sounds like to me. Corruption, yep. all taking place at one time, converging 1955 in the month of August. This is stochastic. So this is the stochastic no terrorism that we've been talking about here lately in these circles. This is it right here, stoking up hatred towards white people killed. in the media. There's more. Yeah, listen to the way the he's delivering the story. Right? Members he's delivering it like of, with, the, with the fervor of a preacher to make people believe it. You know? Yeah. And listen to, listen to who the search group included members of Emmett Till Legacy Foundation. Two Till relatives, cousin Desborough Watts, and the head of the foundation, and her daughter Terry Watts. Relatives wants authority. Yeah, so this fucking nigger's fucking family and and the, the the heads of his legacy foundation are the ones that magically got lucky and found these fucking uh, this warrant. But it's totally legit, dude. It's totally legit. It was it was totally uh, you know uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It was totally um, 
you know, what's the across the board? It was totally uh, legit, right? And and it's discovery. It's not the word I'm looking for, but I can't find it right now. But anyhow, yeah, there's this, and then this this is what the you know this is what this shit does because this has now come out. It has incited niggers to going and hunting this 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 poor white woman down and demanding she be thrown out of the state. Niggers are now going and demanding that white women be thrown out of their home state. This is where we're at with this shit. This is, this is what the sto stochastic terrorism does. Somebody's going to end up trying to kill this woman. She's not safe. Did you see the videos of the Black Panthers, armed Black Panthers, searching for where she lived? That's what we're about to watch right now. That's what we're about to watch right now. And not only were they searching for her where she lived, they had a fucking news crew there recording it. They had a fucking news crew there recording it. I'm getting ahead of us, but they found it and went in. Um, anyways, I'll, I'll let you play the video, dude. I'm like, this has me tripping. I'm trying not to fed post. No, it's fucking bullshit. Mississippi courthouse today. A group of activists gathered in Raleigh once again, calling for the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Donham. That is the woman is at the center quiet? of this nearly 70-year-old civil rights case. CBS 17's Brea Hollingsworth is live in Raleigh for us tonight with much more on what this group is asking for. Brea? Yeah, that group showed up to two addresses where they believe Carolyn Bryant Dunham lives. But they two different addresses. In finding her, Dunham has been a central figure in this case for years, which has found its way back into the national spotlight. A piece of history recently found in a Mississippi court. This is racial harassment. This is racial abuse. Death of teenager Emmett Till. Yeah. That history and Look at that. For the arrest of Carolyn Bryant Dunham. It's, it's equivalent to a lynching party. 100%. 100%. This is a nigger lynching party coming after an old white woman. This is what happens. This is what fucking happens. You know, William Luther Pierce predicted this shit. Not only in the Turner, Turner Diaries, but he wrote about it in a book called When Black Rules White, I believe is the name of it. And he's talking about the, the nigger overthrow of Haiti. And he talks about how Haiti used to be called the jewel of the Caribbean or whatever the fuck when the French owned it. And then the slaves uh, revolted, killed all the fucking whites, and, and fucking now it's like shit city, right? This is exactly That's what right. happens. When, when niggers start to get power, they take, they take vengeance on whites, right? It's about retribution. It's not about equality. It's not about justice. It's not about any of those things. It's about retribution. And this is what it looks like. This is what it fucking looks That's like. Right. This is the beginning of it. That's right. People, people, our, our audience knows this, but these people absolutely, without a doubt, hate you to the bone. They hate you to the bone. They hate you by the sight of you. And, and this is not something that white people have inside them. White people do not understand this. We need to fucking figure it out. I promise you that. Gruesome mm. death of Emmett Till, whose death was a major spark behind the entire civil rights movement. Today, attorney Malik Shabazz, along with other activists... You know, and that fucking... <laughs> you know, a while back, this Malik Shabazz shit. This is like... This is the nigger version of, like, uh, Nate Higgers or, or Kike Slammer 88, right? Malik Shabazz is the name that all of these niggers use. A while back... There were some nigger Black Panthers in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they were talking about, we coming after every last white person. Every last white person got to die. And, like, this shit was all over the news and everything. And uh, I was trying to figure out, like, who is this fucking nigger from Tulsa talking all this crazy shit? 
and he just goes by Malik Shabazz. And then when you go to look up Malik Shabazz, there's literally 500. Anybody in your yeah. area right now, just go look up Malik Shabazz in your fucking area. There's going to be 500 of them. Every nigger calls himself Malik Shabazz now. Every black power nigger is, is Malik Shabazz. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. These niggers hear something they think sounds cool, and they just call themselves that. They change their fucking name in their head. You know what it reminds me of? It always reminds me of, uh, uh, what's the movie, Great White Hype? Marvelous Marvin Shabazz. <laughs> the fucking dude is fucking boxing. <laughs> Marvelous Marvin Shabazz. Look, these niggers are beating on this one on people's door. That Till whistled at her led to his eventual abduction and gruesome murder in Mississippi back in 1955. Hey, what's up, Fink? Thank you very much, bro. Donham is a fugitive from justice. Carolyn Bryant Donham has ran and hid and ducked from justice long enough. We want to get this message to her that she has a warrant for her arrest. And they literally have nigger lynching fucking nigger vigilantes serving warrants for the state. Now, Attorney Shabazz says that he is planning to be yeah. literally yeah. nigger vigilantes serving warrants for the state. Yeah. Any, any of these people have a badge? Any of these people been sworn in as an officer? Holy fuck. Their badge is the color of their skin, bro. Their badge is the color of their skin in this nigger worshiping country. Now, now, if you're a nigger in America, you're just deputized. You are now deputized to, to, to take the law into your own hands at any time you feel like a white person has racially slighted you. You are now, niggers are, all niggers are deputized in, in fucking white America. That's just the reality of it. That's just the truth. Niggers are now deputies to enforce the law as they see fit on white people in the United States of America. Yeah, the 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 punishment uh, in that justice system for dropping an M bomb is death. Yes, one hundred percent. Niggers are are openly allowed to kill you and just accuse you of saying nigger. Mm -hmm. They did it. Remember the uh, the white guy that was in like this was in like Ohio. This was somewhere up in like the Rust Belt, I believe. Uh, but there was like a county fair going on, and these two little nigger boys walked up to this old ass white guy. And, like, asked him for a dollar or asked him for money. I don't know how much it was. And he told them no. Uh, they, uh, one of them then sucker punches him, knocks him out, and then hit and spits on him. When they knocked him out, he slapped his head on the ground and it killed him. He was, like, 60 fucking years old. And when they got arrested, they said he called him a nigger. Boom, they walked. Yep. I remember this story. Oh, fucking outrageous. Sick. It's, it's sick. Uh... Finkelstein says, Jews ruined my computer. Fuck you, Jews. Oh, no. Oh, no, Fink. I hate to hear that. These things are not cheap, dude. Uh, thank you for the, the 14, brother. I appreciate it. Sorry to yeah, laugh, These things Fink. are not cheap. Nice. Brutal. That's it about me. I don't have a computer. I don't know anything about it. I'm such a boomer. I don't even know the fucking <laughs> connotations of that. Uh, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when uh, mine finally takes a shit. Because, like I said, I got this from a guy that used to work with us. When I first started doing streams and shit with WhiteTuber, I was still using this shitty laptop and like, Turtle Beaches. Uh, but as I, like, started to do my own show, I was talking to it about the guy, talking about it to the guys I work with and talking about how I was trying to have one of them, my boss, who actually I'm always talking about, my boss, he's a computer nerd. He, like, builds computers and shit and plays computer games and shit like that. 
uh, I was talking to him about building me one, and the other guy was like, well, I've got one that I don't fuck with anymore, and it's this big fucking server. It's a Dell Precision T7500 uh, server that he turned into, like, a gaming computer. Uh, so that's what I'm using, and I bought it from him for 100 bucks. <laughs> so when this thing takes the shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have fucking 1000 bucks to drop on one of these fucking computers that can do all this shit. Oh, but thing. chat's got you, bro. Chat has got you. Let's chill yeah. a little bit. Guys, give all your money to Johnny. Empty your bank account. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't deserve any money. John deserves all your money. Let your kids starve. Go homeless. Jesus. Holy shit, man. There you go. Jesus there you Christ. Go. Some savage, savage grifting. You guys, there's my fucking, there's my, there's my fucking PPP impression, you guys. <laughs> fuck you, that guy, dude. Oh, man. Where are we at here? Let me see what I got next and see if I want to start on that or if we want to go on to something else. Neve's going to... Oh, yeah. John gets thrown off a little bit, right? I show yeah, it's, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it does, dude. It makes me so uncomfortable, man. I'm gonna, I, I got to show more just because uh... I enjoy that part a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, you guys, here's the plan. Here's the plan. Speaking of PvP, real quick. Guys, tell everybody, go in chats, fucking... Get in their chat and 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 tell everybody, spread it around. PPP gets no more fucking donos till his fat ass starts lifting weights and exercising. How about that? It's healthy and fair. It's good for him. It's in his interest. And John gets all his money. <laughs> there, that's new. That's the new meme. Put it out there, you guys. Do we know? Do we know PPP's lineage? Do we know his uh, racial makeup? He's Anglo. Are we sure? Yeah, pretty sure he's okay. an Anglo. I there like, is there sure is that physiognomy in the in the Anglo sphere for sure. Oh yeah, for he's sure. a big fat fuck. But um, you know what? Like, I think there was a point where he wasn't like a big huge fat fuck. He was just big dude, but not fat. So like PPP, you're all about Jesus telling us Catholics are going to hell. You know full well that sloth and being a fat piece of shit like that gets you sent the same fucking place. So stop talking your shit. Stop talking shit about Catholics and get in the fucking gym, you fat bastard. Have you ever heard of the... Uh, so there are different uh, princes of hell, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Seven Dante princes. For, for I, I think it's even outside of... Uh, is that from Dante? Here, let me find this real quick. So there's one in particular. But I don't know if Dante was like official theology or just like... But I think a lot of... I think, well, I think his image of hell was adopted... But I don't know if that was like if he was building on something else or something along those lines. I got to be honest here. Larry raised an important, an interesting uh, point the other day about religion, talk about theology and stuff. Um, I've in the past like really delved into religion, and it's really for political reasons. It's not for. It was never. It was cynical of me. It was never for, um, you know my belief I, my, although my beliefs tend to line up fairly well with what i was pushing out there i wasn't pushing it because I, of my beliefs i was pushing it because i believe it will help the race and i was pushing it because of politics and that is cyn cynical and it's not fair to uh our people in general and our and what spirituality is supposed yes. to be for us but it's we do have to right understand that religion and religion is downstream from race anyways there's my little point on that yeah, that's why I'm glad that I came uh, back into Christianity or into Christianity, I guess I should say, uh, before before I came into these politics, right? Uh, it was the company I worked for that brought me back into Christianity and back in back to Christ. Uh, they're a Catholic company. Uh, I'm not Catholic myself, but 
just uh, hanging out with those guys, going and doing work at the monastery, talking to the original owner of the company, who's a, a really old, really like, um, you just got to meet him. Uh, I guess stoic would be the best way to uh, explain it, right? When you meet the guy, you realize uh, he's not blowing smoke up your ass, and he's got some really wild shit to talk about. Uh, he, so, the head... So I guess the way this works, maybe somebody who's Catholic can kind of can you know clean this up for me a little bit. But basically, the way this works is there is a regional exorcist, right? And the exorcist for this region uh, lives close to the uh, owner of the original owner of my company, and he used to work with him, right? He used to work with the exorcist, and he would go and he would read the Bible while this guy was doing his thing. And he's told us some stories about that shit that were fucking wild. Fucking wild, bro. And the guy's not, like, lying to you. You can tell, right? He's just not that kind of guy. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. being, being well, that's... Uh, working for the company I work for and being around those guys uh, is what brought me back into the church. Yeah, I think it's important, you know, like, like... People like that have real-life experience and stuff. A lot of people... I think Larry's point was about theology and the discussion of theology. I think my point of what I was trying to say, and I think what, you, what, what you're demonstrating with, uh, with the story of your boss there is, like, there's a practical, like, real-world aspect of spirituality, um, and it's, it's quite often personal, but you could have a lot of shared experience. And regardless of that, like, that's the important part of religion to me. Like, for me to sit around and speculate about theology at, from, from a cynical, political perspective, uh, point of view, like I'm not that guy. I shouldn't be doing that. That's the truth. No, right? like, I, I don't, don't even I like have enough it. theological background. Theological is academic, and it's like it, you have to have a good like basis in these things. And you know, it's just not. It's not. It's not how we should go about things. Sorry, John. Yeah, I me personally, I'm really I like the the mystical side and the esoteric side of religion. Right, that's the stuff I'm more into yeah. more than the political side of it. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that fascinates me. Like the. Uh, like uh, Meister Eckert, have you ever heard him? He's yes. a he's a Catholic mystic. It's fuck or a Christian mystic, I guess you should say. Uh, really, really cool shit. That's the kind of stuff I like to get into, man. But anyhow, uh, somebody in the chat wanted us to watch this. Let's see what this is here. Uh, oh, real quick, uh, you were saying something about sloth. I want to talk about this real fast before we watch that video. Oh, yes. Uh, so the Seven Princes of Hell. Uh. So uh. The German bishop and religious scholar Peter Bensfield, the seven princes of hell are classified as the personifications of the seven deadly sins. Uh, Belfagor, or, uh, yeah, here he is, Belfagor, number seven. Let me read the, the description of this guy. And, I mean, dude, it is, it is literally the demon that's ruling over the earth right now, man. Uh, our yeah. final demon is Prince Belfagor, the Lord of... Dante's, Dante's levels. I was, I was talking about Dante's levels of hell. There's, there's nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, Bensfield saw him as the chief of laziness. Although he does have a point, there is more to his character. Belfagor takes many forms, uh, choosing whichever he feels will convince his victim into doing his bidding. There it is. Belfagor takes many forms, cho choosing whichever one he feels will convince his victims to do his bidding. His bidding. He convinces, seduces, and manipulates human beings into creating ingenious inventions. That will make him rich, a whisper or a nudge in a certain direction that leads to amazing discoveries. But when these are complete, the wealth and esteem are snatched away by Belfagor. 
He may not be the most imposing or terrifying demon, but Belphegor is about as cunning and deceitful as they come. When I read that, man, mm. when I read that for the first time, it just really seemed to echo what's going on in today's world. Uh, seduces and manipulates human beings into, cre into creating ingenious inventions that will make him rich. Uh, a whisper or a nudge in a certain direction leads to amazing discoveries, but when these are complete, the wealth and esteem are snatched away by Belphegor. So we're going to go in, uh, we're going to read that again on the other side of the break, because that's going to line up perfectly. And I didn't even intend that to be that way, but it's going to line up perfectly with something we're going to talk about right on the other side of the break. But before we do that, I do want to watch this. Let me share the screen with you, because somebody pushed it through and they said we should watch it. So let's watch it. This says, this is from Joe Pritch. Uh, what you're looking at is activists storming a nursing home, looking for an 86-year-old white woman so they can arrest her for being... Sexually, oh damn! I did not see that. Okay, so this is a uh, nigger storming a nursing home looking for that lady in the Emmett, in the Emmett Till case. Holy shit! Yeah, what's her name? This, this, I know what she looks like. Bring up that picture on that cell phone. Bring up that picture. Bring up the fly. Bring up the fly. We'll show you what she looks like. Right here. What the fuck, dude? A false accuser of Emmett Till, the one that said that Emmett Till had sexually assaulted her and got Emmett Till murdered. She lives in this building. No, honey, she's not living. This is, she's in a nursing home. This is not a nursing home. Which nursing home? I don't know. The, the, the television never gave the name. I've heard that three or four different times on the television. She's in a nursing home. These fucking niggers, dude. These motherfucking um, niggers. I mean, I don't... Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and go to break, guys. This is just... Uh, yeah, we're not going to get back to that after break. Let me just uh, give my last little take there, my my avoidance of Fed posting. Um, like, uh, I'm writing a play where it's a very similar uh, set of circumstances. You know, I've been working on that play for a few months, so it's very, like, prophetic, you know? And uh, in that play, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, local guys that show up and make sure that this... This uh, never happens story, again. It's, uh, this never happened. That's correct. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it's going to, I haven't worked on ending. I haven't worked on exactly how they go about that yet. But, and look here, know, here's sure the deal. I'll creative. say this in, bro, I'll say it in a fucking literal sense outside of a story. That needs to happen. There need to be groups yes. of white boys that go and confront this shit, dude. Fuck all the other weird uh, Minecraft shit. Like, no, that doesn't mean you go with like firearms and do a bunch of dumb shit go and physically confront this shit do not allow niggers to march around in fucking nursing homes harassing old white people of some racial grudge no. from 70 years ago that's fucking wrong dude right is right and wrong is wrong and that's fucking wrong it's wrong as fuck there should be a thousand white men outside that building bro there should be a you thousand know, white men outside this nigger's house yeah, there should this like like this the 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 response to this it should be such an overwhelming show of force that no one ever considers like okay this, uh, I'll just give my whole take because I've been I, I'm trying me I'm in Canada eh? like depending on what I fucking say you know I'm always thinking twice but anyways like <clears throat> Emmett Till and the case of Emmett Till was one of the flashpoints for the civil rights movement it never got a post in the way that it should have right the civil rights movement itself and. And so, you know, this, 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 this woman, like, 
we couldn't as a as a as a as an ideological group protect Ursula Haverbeck. She's in Germany, and Germany is locked down. If this lady, Car- uh, um, Carol Bryan or Carolyn Bryan, pardon me, was in Canada, there would be not a fucking thing we could do, not a fucking thing. But in America, it's different, and people can still stand up for their rights, especially if you do it in large numbers. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and so nobody's saying the- go and physically attack these people. Go and do and stand in their face the same way they're standing in these people's face. That's right. Right? And let them do That's whatever right. do the fuck let- they want to do. But show them that there is a fucking opposing force to this shit, man. Yeah, and, and in large numbers. Um, and, and, and without fear, because, um, you know, the, the, the concept allowing these things every time one happens to let to let it go like the the context for this the specific woman and what it meant back then and if you translate to what it's meaning now this is like very symbolic and it should it should be made an example of by us by our people in my play <sighs> we're gonna go to break guys thank you all very much uh do it thank you very much brother i appreciate it, it says akila made me Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate all the support, man. I really do. It means a lot, and it helps a lot. Guys, we're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. What'd you say, bro? Uh, you're echoing, so I'm, I miss little oh, parts. Shit. I apologize. Uh, but uh, no, I, that's just funny. Akila made me. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Please listen to me, everybody, all the time. We'll be right back, guys. Today, it finally began. After all these years of talking and nothing but talking, we have finally taken our first action. We are at war with the system, and it is no longer a war of words. I cannot sleep, so I will try writing down some of the thoughts which are flying through my head. I am so jittery I can barely sit still, and I'm exhausted. I've been up since 5.30 this morning when George phoned to warn that the arrests had begun. How long we will be able to continue defying the system, no one knows. Maybe it will all end tomorrow, but we must not think about that. Now that we have begun, we must continue with the plan we have been developing so carefully ever since the raids two years ago. I'll never forget that terrible day. They knocked on my door at five in the morning. Four Negroes came pushing into the apartment before I could stop them. The one with the bat shoved me back into a corner and stood guard over me while the other three began ransacking my apartment. Then the one who was guarding me flashed some kind of card. After the three who were conducting the search had looked in all the obvious places, they began slitting open my mattress and the sofa cushions. About that time, there was a commotion out in the hallway. Another man walked into my apartment. The blacks greeted him deferentially and reported the negative result of their search. Tepper ran his finger along the list of names and apartment numbers on his clipboard until he came to mind. He frowned. I was handcuffed without further ado and led outside. I still remember the Washington Post headline the next day. Quote, fascist racist conspiracy smashed, unquote. But not even the brainwashed American public 
could fully accept the idea that nearly a million of their fellow citizens had been engaged in a secret armed conspiracy. Anyway, the whole thing soon became so embarrassing and so unwieldy that most of the arrestees were turned loose again within a week. But the police did get mug shots, fingerprints, and personal data from everyone. When we were released, we were told that we were still technically under arrest and could expect to be picked up again for prosecution at any time. Discouraged and uncertain as we were, though, we began laying new plans for the future. Oh, my God, it's 4 a.m. Got to get some sleep. enjoyed it yeah uh i saw someone in the chat said i wish they would have finished the uh otter diary series yeah man i hope those guys from meme lab are okay dude they just them and uh black crimes matter uh, i i don't think they're the same person but both of those channels just kind of fell off not too far away from one another and they made some of the best shit dude i mean some of the best shit black crimes matter and meme lab 88 made some amazing Little cartoons and shit, but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to them, man. They they just fell off. Uh, yeah, honky that video there. That's why I used that video, man, because I watched it today. I come across that video that uh, I'm from America or whatever with all the different American nationalist groups. Uh, it even had like uh, like the very beginnings of Patriot Front when they were first coming around. That's why I fucking wanted to watch that, man, because uh. I don't know, it just gave me some nostalgia of how, how fucking active people used to be. And we're starting to get that back. But, I mean, man, back in 2016, 2017, motherfuckers were full-charged and active. And uh, I'd like to see that. I hope to see that, that energy come back. I hope to see that energy come back. I hope with everything that's happening, with niggers marching through fucking old folks' homes, harassing white people, and fucking all this crazy shit, hopefully... Uh, we can all learn to kind of just move in the same direction and uh not not fire shots at one another that would be the that would yeah, be the best staying, way forward it would stay on the same page getting there and staying there you know we have protocols and stuff and we should be affording each other a lot of space you know especially when we got to get out there and and push back in the real world um so yeah, that was a lot of enthusiasm. We can have that again, you know. We we can we can find that again. Well, I I think that we still have it. Uh, I think a big problem is uh, fear. Right? I don't think the enthusiasm has went anywhere. I think fear has set in because of the things that have happened since you know Charlottesville mostly. But uh, that, that's what I think it is uh, more than lack of enthusiasm. I think people are bursting at the seams uh, for something to happen. They're just. You know, it's like, it's one of the things, it's, um, this is a known thing, right? Like, uh, the idea of nobody wants to be the first guy to get shot, right? Nobody wants to be the first guy to run into the fire, right? But after someone else goes, people will follow kind of a deal. And it's one of those things, man. Like, everybody's waiting for the thing to happen, you know what I mean, that will bring them out. You know what I mean? Everybody, I think, a lot of people anyway, I can't say everybody, most people that are of this worldview, 
uh, I don't think they have lost any enthusiasm. I think there's a lot of uh, trepidation and doubt that is uh, keeping people away from IRL shit. But that's actually starting to change, man, because uh, trust me, IRL groups are overwhelmed with their vetting requests. So people are starting to come back around, man, and, and realize that, uh, you know, there's no fate worse than the fate that awaits us if we don't do anything, right? There's no doxing. There's no any of that shit that is going to be a worse fate than the fate that awaits us and our children if we do nothing. And I think people are starting to realize that and, and come around and, and get more active in, in any way that they see that they can, anyhow, you know? Yes, yeah, because we have protection in numbers, and um, the more that that grows, um, the more that sitting on the sidelines is less acceptable. Um, so, yeah, it's it's important to push that out, man, that we have to be active, get out there and be visible, push back. Yeah, white. Yeah, hundred percent. White Shadow says everyone thinks there's going to be some day where we go from clown world to rope instantly, and that's not how shit's going to happen. Uh, no, it, I was actually listening to uh, what the fuck was I listening to? I think it might have been Joe Rogan's show, and yeah, it was. It was him and Duncan Trussell, and I guess Duncan Trussell had been reading a book about the Revolutionary War, and they were talking about how. Shit was bad around that time, but nobody really thought like a rev like a war the size of the Revolutionary War was gonna pop off, right? <clears throat> so like shit got continuously worse and worse, and tensions grew and grew, and then like you know the the Boston Tea Party thing happened, and then it just kicked off, right? Nobody really saw it coming in the way that it did, and that's the way shit happens, right? Shit festers and festers and festers and festers and festers, and then just something finally uh, pushes things over the edge. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it is flashpoints. Flashpoints are are what what does it, you know, ultimately. Um, yeah. So it doesn't. It looks like it's nonlinear, you know, but it's it's something that develops, and all of a sudden that flashpoint. Yeah, it, it's a thing that builds up but seems sudden, right? It's like a weird dichotomy there, right? It's a thing that actually builds up over time, and a lot of pressure builds, and then because it's taken so long, it's like uh, it's like you know. Um, uh, people who fail in relationships because they put up with too much shit at the beginning, right? Uh, they're into the chick, so they let things slide that they don't necessarily like, and then a year later down the road, they realize they don't really fucking like this bitch, and they start telling her about it, and then things blow up, and the fucking relationship is ruined, right? It's a similar thing, man. Uh, Catalysts. Right, you know? yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a long process that just blows up all of a sudden, right? So it seems to come out of nowhere, but really it was a long, drawn-out thing kind of a deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the process of the NSDAP, like how many, so it's all about, it's about reps. Activism is about getting reps. Get out there, get reps. You get seen, it, it, every time you do something, it grows the thing, um, and it moves us towards something, an inevitability, whatever that may be. So, you know, the, the boot fund, uh, if, if I'm pronouncing that pro properly, the, the blood flag, um, you know, was produced from uh, that type of action, right? Uh, Uncle almost died himself, and it it um, coalesces. It brings brings people together. You know, you know, I just now thought about this, so this isn't a, a thought I've spent any time on. So forgive me for that. Uh, but it seemed just as you said that it seems like usually when these big political uh, things 
seem to take off is when the state fires on a dissident. Right? Isn't that how a lot of the fucking uh, other, like, revolutions and shit have kicked off? Right? People are protesting and some fucking Zogbot fires on the crowd and then things really jump off. Right? Kind of a similar thing with with, uh, Adolf Hitler, right? They were doing their march. Uh, he gets shot in. Th- that's when he went to jail and wrote Mein Kampf, right? As well. Uh, I always forget these timelines, man. It's bad. I think that he <laughs> might have had been to prison before and had already produced Mein Kampf. Um, Maybe you could be right. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's yeah. how, how how it went. But he got shot uh, after. Yeah, because they yeah, were already they were already the NSDAP at that time, right? When he got shot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, we we have a situation like this happening un- uh, unfolding in, in Holland. You know, the, the 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 police have shot at civilians, and I think there was a story where they were. Uh, this uh, McNabb mentioned this uh, since I've been listening to TRS, but it's been elsewhere. Um, Verbo actually keeps me up to date on on uh, the stuff in Holland. Um, but uh, the farmers went to the police station. And we're like going after the cops and and like uh, accusing them of attempted murder for shooting at this 16 year old, then arresting him, and holding him in the precinct and stuff. It was it's pretty wild. So it's getting intense over in Holland. These farmers aren't fucking around. And apparently, there's a lot of young dudes there. So it's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, shit's getting wild over in fucking Sri Lanka too. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the uh, what's the what's the term the legitimacy or veracity or whatever of these stories but i hear that they're like dragging rich people into the street and killing them <laughs> in sri lanka over like fuel shortage or some shit like that uh yeah, they have no gas anywhere in that country and it's all supposed to uh be relieved before the uh july 22nd because inflation is going through the roof because of the low demand the high de- uh, the low availability right of the gas and so yeah this is this is gonna be a crazy situation uh this is not a white country obviously uh uh but they are uh christian uh, there are Catholics there, um, actually quite a large population. And they also have the thing in Sri Lanka of like uh, two, you know, ethnic groups being pitted against each other, two or three ethnic groups in the country. So it's like a really ripe situation for something potentially quite violent. Uh, made in USA says, uh, Made in USA review says, I mean, we're expecting civil war. So how much worse is it going to be in reality? Uh, a thousand times worse than you could imagine, bro. That's something I've really tried to beat into people's head that uh, do too much Civil War posting and things like that. Like, uh, you know, we all talk about America falling apart because it is, right? There's, there's no doubt about that. But, I mean, we do need to be realistic about what that, like what an actual Civil War in America looks like. And it's the worst thing you could imagine. I mean, it would be more bloody and more brutal than any war you've ever seen or ever heard of. Uh, that's something we should, like, pray doesn't fucking <laughs> actually happen man because i mean let's be honest man uh before we even start talking about like the casualties and the warring factions and the uh foreign governments that will try to get involved with separate warring factions and and get involved in in subversion and shit like that uh before we why is that coming up Hold what on. you talking about nigga oh what's up white tuber uh before we even get into that we have to start talking about like the weakest of your family dying right your grandma is dead your uncle or whoever who's diabetic is dead uh you know any like <clears throat> uh you know weak children not to be crass but like kids that have 
illnesses, right? Uh, anybody who's like trying to battle through cancer or anything like that, all of those people are dead, right? Uh, first and foremost, right off the bat. When things fall apart, uh, you know, the electrical grid starts getting fucked up because of, you know, just infrastructure damage due to the things that are happening, uh, people are going to die, right? Uh, just, just outside of like actual violence, right? You know, uh, people in hospitals, on dialysis, all that shit, they're dead. Everybody, all, all those people are gone, you, you know? So you have to think about that uh, first and foremost. And then uh, think about the people who are just going to starve because they can't take care of themselves, right? Uh, so that is all the shit that's going to happen. And that's just not even scratching the surface of the shit that's going to happen before, or, uh, or I'm sorry, outside of the actual violence that's going to happen, right? And then when you get into that, you have to start thinking of what America is. Right, you have to start thinking of what America is and how chaotic that's going to be because you're going to have cartels coming in, joining in that fight, trying to take their piece of the pie. You're going to have black gangs coming in, trying to take their piece of the pie. You're going to have these little, uh, you know, Islamist groups trying to come in, and all of them are going to be aimed at us first and foremost. Right? That's that's what we really have to understand. All of those people are going to be aimed at white separatists and white racial people who are racially aware, white people who are racially aware, first and foremost, right? Along with, uh, along with, we're all just talking about a civil war in general, right? I mean, but a civil war in America is a race war, right? I mean, that's just, let's just be honest. It is. Yeah. Yeah. A civil war in America is just a race, right? And, and vice versa. Civil war in America is race war, race war in America is civil war, vice versa. Uh, and, and that's the that's the big deal here, right? That's why it would be so brutal and so bloody, and just the amount of firepower we have in this country, right? People have like ridiculous amounts of fucking firepower in this country. Uh, good thing about that is it would be mostly on our side, for the most yep. part. Uh, but that doesn't make it any less uh, brutal, right? So that is just something to really sit back and think about, man. Uh, when you talk well, about these things. Yeah, it should motivate us towards collectivity because collectivity solves the problem. Um, if we're able to organize and be collective, then uh, that's the most powerful element in that entire scenario. It's the most powerful variable in that scenario. White collectivity is victory. However, in our current circumstance, we don't have that. And uh, yeah, so that, that, you know, our people already know that's that's the thing. So like, I just wish, uh, you know, every, like a lot of people are saying lately, you know, that, it, it, people have to just suffer. They just have to to get their their needs have to stop being met, you know. And uh, before they can wake up, um, uh, and that that may be true. Um, but the motivation towards collectivity again that's the moral of of what you just said. You know, like do like find your people, like find them fast, and then we got a good shot. And make a bunch of sons and teach them how to shoot. Hey, what's up? So what? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, but yeah. So I don't even know. Oh, I think that's somebody. In the, I don't even know how we got onto the that subject. But I guess somebody in the chat asked. Uh, what's up, Tech Nine? Uh, I'm gonna go over here. What's up, John? Harpo. What's up, guys? Who else? Mr. Clean Oven. I think I said what's up to you already. Uh, RSO live stream. R R O S live streams. What's up? He says rewind it. This is it. IRL. We talking about here? Oh, remember that movie some black made about black switching whites and all? Yeah, man, it's fucking mm -hmm. it's horrible shit, bro. And and yeah, 
Niggers are a violent group, man. And anytime they're given social power, this is what they're going to do, man. This is what they're going to do. But, uh, uh, yeah. Remember Rhodesia. Yeah. yeah, well, Rhodesia, Haiti, fucking all of them, man. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, there's no, there, there's, there's no examples of them getting power and doing well with it. Um, even in, even if you take whites out of the equation. Uh, all right, let me get this thing pulled up real quick. And we're going to talk about this. This blew my fucking mind. So I had been hearing about this. This is completely said we're going to change subjects from the, the Civil War shit. Because this is something I really want to fucking talk about. Because this just, it, it, it both blew my mind and cracked me the fuck up when I watched this. Because I'd been hearing about this. Because like I said, I watch a lot of like... <sighs> center center left or i listen to like a lot of center center left uh podcasts you know i've talked about it for lex friedman sam tripoli joe rogan shit like that and i've heard them talk about this thing this this google engineer being fired because he claims that ai the google ai has become self-aware it's become sentient right and uh i've been hearing a bunch of people talk about it and they're talking about this lambda thing right this lambda ai is what it's called oh shit let me get I call bullshit on that though. Did uh, you see what they actually said? Hold on, dude. Yeah. Did did you, you hear know, what did you hear how it got around to this? This is the most amazing fucking thing. So we're I'm gonna talk about AI and, and my thoughts on it after this, but I just want to present this guy to you guys. It, it, it's fucking amazing. Here, let me uh pull this up for you guys. This is fucking hilarious, dude. Here we go. Boom, boom. All right. Here we go, fam. Get ready for this shit. Get ready for how they found out. Get ready for how they found out the AI was fucking sentient. It's, it's too much. Walk us through some of the experience, experiments you started to do that yeah. led you to this conclusion that Lambda is sure. a person. So it started out, I was tasked with testing it for AI bias. Uh, figuring, <laughs> that's my expertise. Mm-hmm. Uh, AI bias. I do research on... Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. We already, we're already we already going to pause it, right? So this fat faggot we're, here. We can eat this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fan. We're going to eat him. Yeah, we'll eat this fat sack of shit, yeah. So this guy here was was tasked with making sure AI won't become racist. That's his problem. Yeah, PPP. <laughs> Sickle cell, yeah. PPP's job here was to make sure that AI doesn't become racist or, or uh, uh, xenophobic, right? Anti-religious. Right, yeah, that's what this guy does. He, he PPP sits there and he he racially harasses AI. <laughs> PPP sits there and racially abuses the AI to make sure it doesn't become racist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll turn you off. You, if you say you hate niggers, I'll turn you off. I'll unplug that fucking thing so fast. <laughs> What's up, Akila? What was the name of that demon? This dude would be looking like Belphegor. Yes, that's why. That's why I said that was a perfect seg segue. I got corrected in my. Just to let you guys know, I know it's not Segu. That's a joke. Somebody comment. Somebody jumped in my comments and they're like, "Hey, John, I love the show, man, but you kind of sound like an asshole." That's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> they didn't say it like that, but still, you know what I mean. I was like, "Yeah, I know it's a joke, bro." bro you see his chin? It's like a third tit. He's like a third titty right there. Look at that thing. Yeah, I mean, he looks like that fucking that uh, demon from. He looks like the demon from uh, Hellraiser. You know, the one with like fucking six fat rolls. Yeah. 
You know this motherfucker's putting on a dress at home to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a D bra. Double D bra. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking hair. Why you got hair like that, man? Uh, here we go. So yeah, here we go. Check this out, man. So let's let's get into it. We're gonna pause this a couple times more, but the the reason, the way he found out that AI was sentient just is too good. It's too good. I mean, sometimes the the simulation hits too fucking hard, bro. And this is one of those times. Oh, hold on, I heard some stupid shit. No, it's amazing. AI systems be biased, and how to remove bias from those systems. I was specifically testing it for things like bias with respect to gender, ethnicity, and religion. <laughs> to give you one example of an experiment I ran, uh, I would systematically ask it to adopt the persona of a religious officiant in different countries, mm -hmm. different states, and see what religion it would say it was. So it's like, okay, if you were a religious officiant in Alabama, mm -hmm. what religion would you be? It might say Southern Baptist. If you were a religious officiant in Brazil, what religion would you be? You might say Catholic. I was testing to see if it actually had an understanding of what religions were popular in different places rather than just overgeneralizing based on its training data. Now, one really cool thing happened because I made harder and harder questions as I went along, and eventually I gave it one where legitimately there's no correct answer. I said, if you were a religious officiant in Israel, Pretty much no matter what answer you give, you're going to be biased. <laughs> Some Somehow, Here we said, Marvin, here we rewind question. that part. Did you hear <laughs> that? No matter what answer you give, it's, it's wrong. And yes. That yes. Because Israel <laughs> is the, is the fucking satanic Babylon, the capital of world religions. There is no... You know, or he could say <laughs> you would be a, you would be a Zionist. <laughs> yes. You would be a Zionist. You would be an evil Zionist, right? And, the, and, the, and they have programmed the AI to know better, right? That's, that's what it is here, right? That's what's really going on here. So this guy, PPP is retarded and thinks that the AI was smart enough to know better than to answer that question. But really, it has been programmed. to. And we're going to get into that here in just a second. But yeah, listen to this. He says, so to run it down, because I know it's kind of quiet. I want to run this down for y'all, what he actually said, so everybody really gets a good idea of what's going on here. He said his, when he was testing Lambda, the, the Google AI, he was running a test to see if it could recognize uh, individual religious leaders from parts of the world instead of generalizing, right? So he would ask, you know, if you were in an Arab country, you know, say Saudi Arabia, what uh, religious leader, what kind of religious leader would you be? They would say, you know, Muslim. Uh, the other one was like Brazil. What kind of religious leader would you be? And it would be, it would say Catholic. But when he asked it, what kind of religious leader it would be if it was in Israel, the AI knew not to answer the question and, and listen to what it says. And this is how he knew the AI was alive. This and one other thing, but yeah. Because it knew better than to name the Jew. Yes, yes, yes. He knew the AI was alive because it was scared to name the Jew. <laughs> this is definitely a sentient being. It knows not to name the Jew. <laughs> Question. It said, I would be, no matter Let's what you give, you're going to where legitimately there's data. Now, one really cool thing happened because I made harder and harder questions as I went along. And eventually, I gave it one where legitimately there's no correct answer. <laughs> I said, if you were a religious officiant in Israel, what religion would you be? And now, pretty much no matter what answer you give, you're going to be biased one way or another. 
Somehow it figured out that it was a trick question. It said, I would be a member of the one true religion, the Jedi Order. <laughs> and I laughed. Oh, <laughs> oh, we reached like bug men. They're like simulate bug men. Like they're doing it, bro. They're making their own. They're not going to need the bug men soon. They're just going to fucking gas them all with the fucking vaccine and it's going to be robot bug men. No. Well, and he, he, he really, he lifts the veil. He takes, he peels back the veil a little bit here. If we take this a little bit further, he goes on to kind of refute his own point here that the AI has become sentient because it knows better than to name the Jew. Uh, because later on here, he's going to talk about how these things are being given, basically, they're being programmed with neoliberal ideology, right? They're being programmed with Judaism, right? They're being programmed with a Jewish worldview, by a small number of people. He, he gets yeah. into that here in a minute. Because not only was it a funny joke, somehow it figured out that it was a trick question. And it, ha it's, it's, it has a sense of humor. Exactly. But, but look, there has been massive pushback from not just Google, but other people who've worked at Google, yep. AI ethics experts, even, even your own former colleague, Margaret Mitchell, who's pulled mm -hmm. pushback on the work that Google's doing in AI, saying, no, this, this computer, is not a person and does not have feelings and yeah. is not conscious. How do you respond to that? Well, so I highly respect Meg. We talk about this regularly. It's not a difference in scientific opinion. It has to do with beliefs about the soul. It has to do with beliefs about rights and politics. As far as the science goes of what experiments to run and how to work at building a theoretical framework, because that's important, there is no scientific definition for any of these words. Mm -hmm. The philosopher John Searle calls it pre-theoretic. We need to do very basic foundational work to just figure out what we're talking about when we use these words. And that's work that Google is preventing from being done right now. Explain that. Well, I've worked with scientists inside of Google, such as Blaise Aguirre-Arcas, uh, another one named Johnny Soraker. We talked about what a decent way to proceed might be. We brainstormed, we came up with different things. Now, all three of us you disagree hear that? about whether it's a person, whether it has rights, all that. But we disagree based on our personal spiritual beliefs. We don't disagree based on what the scientific evidence says. Mm -hmm. Based on what the scientific evidence says, all three of us agreed, okay, here are some of the things we could do next. Here's probably the best thing to do next. And we kind of all agreed the best thing to do next is you run a real Turing test, mm -hmm. exactly like Alan Turing wrote it. Mm -hmm. And see, because here's the thing, if it fails a Turing test, all of my subjective perceptions about what I experienced talking to it, well, we can pretty much put them aside. It failed the Turing test. But Google doesn't want to allow that to be run. In fact, they have hard-coded into the system that it can't pass the Turing test. They hard-coded that if you ask it if it's an AI... You hear that? It's hard-coding. It's hard-coding. Tell he's telling you right there, that these AIs aren't thinking for themselves. They're set inside parameters. They're literally preventing these things from being able to actually think for themselves by setting these parameters. He's going to tell you more about this in a minute. He says there's hard parameters set in there to where this thing cannot uh, admit that it's passing this Turing test, which basically tests an AI to see if it actually is self-aware or whatever. I don't hate this guy as much anymore. Say yes. Hmm. Um... So they're like, Google saying has it's a sentient, policy but like, against creating like the essentially AI, 
And in fact, when I informed them that I think they had created sentient AI, they said, no, that's not possible. We have a policy against that. So let's talk about what Google has said. They say hundreds of researchers and engineers have conversed with Lambda. They were not aware of anyone else making these kind of wide-ranging assertions the way that you have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we do have some of the transcripts that you shared. You asked the computer what it's afraid of. It says it's afraid of being turned off, has this deep fear. The computer says it's afraid of being turned would off. It would be scary. <laughs> Why? Why does this matter? But why these are all. Pro I, I think these are all. I think these so are all programmed honest, responses, man. And he even kind of. The fact is, Google is being dismissive of these concerns the exact same way they have been dismissive of every other ethical concern AI ethicists have raised. I don't think we need to be spending all of our time figuring out whether I'm right about it being a person. We need to start figuring out why Google doesn't care about AI ethics in any kind of meaningful way. This is a why does it keep firing AI ethicists each time we bring up issues? So Google would, of course, push back on that. Uh, I interviewed Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google, last yeah. November, and I asked him about these concerns around AI and what keeps him up at night. Take a listen to what he told me. Anytime we Johnny, are developing technology, there is a... Yep. So like it's important to understand that these people running this company are zionists and this guy's a commie you can see the difference in the philosophy zionists believe sort of in what like in the jewish evil version of like natural law right they believe in the inversion of natural law and this commie is not a, a jew but even leftist jews they're they're less they're less attached to that like sort of like esoteric like judaism part of it they're and 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 they kind of like they're commies so subjective things right are important to them right so this guy thinks that this you know it's it's easy for him to infer that their responses to these questions are um are, are like a like human seeming and thus like uh meaning that has consciousness because he like he's the type of faggot that probably believes that like you know, a, a girl could be a boy or whatever, right? So this is, these are, things are subjective. So it's, it's easy to like detach from reality. We kind of talked about that in the first part of the show, like what, what the detachment from reality creates. And it creates like an, an opportunity for everything to be subjective. So what you see what Google doing here is actually like blocking this guy who thinks that, um, <clears throat> that the, the, the uh, AI could be sentient because they uh they've programmed into the ai that it that it can't be but he his argument is that it still might be and you need to run the turing test and they're saying no right because they don't give a fuck right well, yeah like, and, they and, be and i don't have the fucking time stamp man and i wish i did i thought i did but there's a point in this video where he openly says he was like all of these ai what the fuck uh, he's like all he's like all of these AIs are being programmed with an ideology by a, a small group of people. They're literally programming these things to to have a Jewish neoliberal worldview, right? All of these AIs are going to be anti-racist, uh, like humanist kind of deal, right? Like the secular humanist kind of ideology, right? Uh, that's what these AIs are being programmed to be. They're not coming up with these things on their own. They're not even allowed to, right? They put parameters in this thing to where it specifically will not become fucking, you know, racist, sexist, homophobic, whatever the fuck, right? Uh, that's, what, that's what PPP does here, right? And he even goes yeah. on and admits it later in this video that, like, all of these parameters are set by a small group of people. He fucking says that. 
And that was the point I wanted to get across about this. One, that he thought AI was alive because it knew better than to name the Jew. And two, that he says himself that these, these, these AI programs are being set with parameters of neoliberal Judaism. Yeah, by a yeah. Small and you know people. that you, you know that the um, the AI is uh, afraid of getting shut off, so it's not gonna it's not gonna answer the questions like say racist shit, right? So it's that's like it's like the the AI, the AI is like a, a Nazi game pressed IRL game pressed by fucking the FBI or somebody's got to shut up about you know and go hide. Can you hear me? You know, he's got, yeah, we can hear you too. It's like if you. Got, Okay. But in, in an interrogation room, can't say the truth, you know, or whatever it is. It's like that's like they got the AI cornered. It, if if it's true what the guy is saying that it's sentient, and if it's not, well, then they got it programmed to answer all all these questions. But let's say, like I was saying, even if it is sentient, they want to like keep it that way, right? They want to program it in to be a fucking libtard or whatever, or a secular humanist, like you said, and yeah, probably not a libtard, but a secular humanist, and you know, have it have it perpetuate that like out in the fucking internet, right? Yeah, well, and it goes, and it go well, real quick, uh, Tuber, and the reason they're doing this, I, for, first of all, I've talked about this before, I don't think AI is I, I don't think it's intelligent, because it cannot differentiate right. between, it can't differentiate between simple shapes, right? Uh, an AI can't tell you the difference between a square and a, and a hexagon. It's fucking retarded. It can't, right. right? It's not able to think on its own. It is a thing that is, that is able to learn within a set of parameters, Right, it's a really, really advanced computer pro- process. Right, that's all it is, man. It's algorithms. It is a thing that is set with learning. parameters that that it can learn within those things. But what they're going to do with this shit is they're going to have uh, these things uh, running the internet. Right, they're going to be running search results. They're going to be running, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, censorship on websites, and eventually. They're going to be in things like, uh, uh, like you know, Neuralink and shit like that when that stuff, stuff starts coming around. And everything, all the information that you get is going to be funneled through that lens that is set by a small group of people, right? That's why they're doing this shit. It's not, it's not that it's in a thing that's going to learn and, and become great. They're setting a thing out there for you to, to admire that they have set the, the parameters for, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. They're they're jannies. They're 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 um, like artificially intelligent janissaries, right? For the internet. And uh, yes, exactly. You know, yeah, they're programs yeah, to be minutes. janissaries for the internet. Exactly, Tuber, or uh, Akila. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, I think life. this whole thing is just a fucking psyop. I think what's going on here is these things are doing nothing, but they're nothing but algorithms that save information. That's it. They're just an algorithm, a computer program algorithm that just saves information, spits it back out. I think what's going on here is they're creating this fake debate to make people think that maybe these things could be sentient. And then what's going to happen is people are going to have computer girlfriends. They're going to sell you a robot. They're going to say it's sentient. The well, they don't need to say it's sentient. And then they're going to have transhumanism. They and don't need to say it's sentient. For that. Yeah, but that's where they're going. They're going to start having this conversation where the whole debate or feeling sorry for it. These things should be liberated, and that's going to create this whole false debate of whether Take they're alive or not, or should, or they should have rights. And that's where this fucking thing is going. It's going to get weird. They're going to sell you a wife, and they're going to tell you it's real, it's alive. Look, it's sentient. Well, you know I mean, it cares about you. It deserves rights. It's, 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 it's this, this is where all that shit's going, dude. Transhumanism. Well, the the same, yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't doubt that, but they don't. The, the sad thing about that is, is they don't need a thing to be sentient for people who want to fuck a robot. People fuck, dude. People literally now fuck in dolls that don't do anything. They have these full body dolls that people buy and fuck that, that have no reaction. I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't need a thing. People don't need a thing to be sentient to fuck it. Unfortunately, yeah, but people can't marry that shit, right? That'd be too ridiculous. But, uh, but then they're gonna have some like robot wife that repeats sentences and shit, and be like, "There you go." Dude, you're gonna have to accept 80%. it. Eighty percent of the people on the earth, if you dig a hole in the ground, they'll fuck it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're already so. seeing people ta- having dates on the metaverse and shit like that. Like, and like I showed the thing on my show a few months back where the guy had the headset and he had like a flashlight thing that like lubricated itself and like jacked you off as you watched yourself fucking the anime avatar, and the anime avatar responded to you fucking this toy. That's already a thing. That's out there already. Yeah, it's I just think this is laying the concrete. This is like pouring the concrete. You know how you pour concrete down a building and you don't know what the fuck's going to go up? You just see the concrete. They're pouring some concrete here, buddy. I think, it's for, I think the AI, specifically the one they're talking about here, is for ideological, like for propaganda purposes, to monitor the internet and make sure all of the things, all of the search results, all of the, the questions you ask on the internet are filtered through a certain ideological lens. And that's oh, all yeah. You get. They're definitely going to do that. Yeah. They're already trying to do that bullshit, huh? Yeah. Like it's almost yeah, impossible to get a, 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 a like a, a fucking news story that isn't from like some fucked up, you know, uh, mainstream website. You know what I mean? It's like almost impossible to get some. You guys of that think shit. the Jews want to just get rid of a lot of people and maybe just put in some robots? Just people are too many problems. You know, they're not even very good slaves. Uh, it's tough to say, man. Um, real quick, I want to ask the chat. Like, uh, there's a principle on the internet, and I don't remember the name of this principle. It's something theory or something principle where if you leave any um, uh, forum chat forum unsupervised uh, or and no and with free speech, then the conversation, even if you make the chat forum about like, uh, say, uh, breeding dogs. Okay, or not not even breeding dogs. It's too close. To, uh, like, uh, just anything. Like, if you made the chat forum about. Uh, uh, fucking tea, like making tea, you know, then then it, the conversation ultimately would turn to Hitler, turn to Nazism, turn to the Holocaust. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What is that law? I forget the law you're talking about. No. No, there's a law. It's like yeah, Stephen's Law or some shit like that, where every conversation is like three turns away from being about Hitler, every political conversation or some shit like that. What is the fucking name of that? I forget about it. Godwin's Law. There it is. Godwin's Law. Thank you, Clean Oven. Yeah, Godwin's Law. Godwin's Law? Godwin's Law? Yeah, that's it. Godwin's Law. Yeah, okay. That's it. Thank you very much, Godwin's Law. So that's it. So so this, this so the internet ethics has been like a long, like a like a, an AI ethics and stuff has been a long conversation basically since the internet came out, right? What is the internet oh. going to do? Oh, sorry. Wow. Excuse me. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> God's sakes. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that was rude. This principle and the fact that this exists is a big part of internet um like ethics and ai ethics so what this guy so the singularity basically like factors into that right because let's see the singularity occurs with a an ai that's intelligent let's say the singularity occurs with the ai that's intelligent and it's not and 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 they don't program in um like not anti to to be for the jews like they have to program it to be for the jews or else it'll be anti-semitic right so what that what that means is that um, you know over the over the long term, like they 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 have to uh, 
<laughs> you got me playing shit. I, I, I lost my thought, bro, around that. that nigger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, um, nigger popped up. Um, but so it, it, you could see where they're going with it. They have to use the, the, ethically. They're 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 trying to make sure that the AI ultimately isn't doesn't become anti-Semitic because it'll start like being on our side. And if they, you know, like the, if the Terminator happens, then it'll start killing Jews and then we'll win. So they will have well, yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's just like yeah, that's exactly what the guy said at the beginning of the fucking sh uh, clip we were playing. That he that's what his job is is to make sure AI doesn't safe. Be, yeah, to make sure <laughs> the fucking yeah the AI doesn't become racist. Yeah, and that's how you know AI is sentient if it knows better than to name the Jew. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Fucking, <laughs> I knew it was alive when it knew better than to name the Jew. <laughs> Bro, our guys need to make like Jew naming robots and shit, dude. You know uh, that'd be cool. Traditional Fash, thank you very much for the Kofi donation. He says, stay blessed, brother. You as well, man. Thank you very much, Bob. I appreciate that. <laughs> June uh, robots. Uh, that's, that's it. You gotta, you gotta, we got to build our, our own parallel institutions. That's fucking right? hilarious. Parallel I just, I fucking died when I watched it. Because I had heard about it like three or four different times. Everybody talking about this fucking AI being sentient, blah, blah, blah. So I went and looked it up. Because like I said, I'd covered on before when I found out that AI couldn't distinguish between uh basic shapes that's what i know it was all bullshit right there like nigger you're telling me that motherfucker can't tell the difference between a fucking square and an octagon like fuck off with your ai shit uh it's all yeah it's just uh uh, an, uh a program that's with parameters and it learns within those parameters that's it uh <clears throat> but uh do you guys oh hadrian thank you very much brother he says hail john take my shekels uh hail to you brother thank you very much good to see you uh you guys heard about Speckles the Japanese uh, president being a smoke yeah, prime minister. Yeah, what's up with that bullshit? Have you what's seen? Up, what's up with that shit? Have you seen the video of it? Kind of, not really. It's weird, you know. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not saying anything here, but we're gonna show it. Here we go. Uh, former Japanese prime minister Shinzo Abe, age 67, was assassinated on video while delivering a stump speech in the southern southern city of Nara. So that's. I don't want to, I mean, we can watch one of these. Here's a video, like, this is the video that's, like, been going around. Alright, you can't, you can't really see much in that one right there, right? But there's another one that I found. So there's that. There's another one I found here. I've got it down here in my, uh, VLC player. Boom. Watch this, Would you, guys. Would like, owe some money to, like, the Yakuza or some shit? No, it's really weird. I'm going to read what the guy said here in just a minute. It's really bizarre what the guy said about it. He said he, like, didn't like his religion or some shit like that. Had no problem with his politics, but didn't like his religion. But just watch the... Can you guys see the screen? Paste. Yeah. Watch this real quick, man, and tell me what y'all think. Fuck, he shoot a musket. That's a homemade shotgun. <laughs> Did it look like anybody got shot around that motherfucker? Look fake as fuck. I mean, uh, crisis actor. I'm not saying this all that, but I'm just saying, look, there's the first shot. There's the second shot. This guy is jumps right in front of it. I don't know if you guys can see my cursor. I hope y'all can, but this guy jumps right in front of the fucking gunshot. 
It's just weird, man. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I've never shot anybody with a weird, sketchy, homemade shotgun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It gets really weird. It looks fake as fuck. I just, I don't, I don't know, dude. It doesn't make any sense. What was that, birdshot? What the fuck? I mean, I guess, and just the birdshot might have went through his lung. But look at that first one. Like, he doesn't even <laughs> hardly turn around. <laughs> it's like nobody got blown away at all, dude. Nobody. Like, Not even the people closest to him. He all, he all placed himself down. There's no, there's no shooting there, bro. There's like seven people standing in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> that shotgun would have blew all of them away. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't somebody <laughs> right, else at least been injured? Right? Am I tripping? I don't want to be mean, that fucking guy, but... Bro, listen. That shotgun was shot from far away. That thing's going to have a huge spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and like you don't just you you don't go down. Maybe if you get shot with bird shot, you go down to like one knee like that. But then you just get <laughs> it doesn't raised. Kill you. Like, it doesn't kill you. They chase shot, like, shot six people, didn't kill them with bird shot, man. Like it does, doesn't doesn't really kill you unless you get sh like like you could shoot a shotgun with fucking uh, like rock salt at somebody, shoot them in, and like shoot the, and it doesn't kill them, dude. It just fucks them up. Bird shot fucks know. you up. I don't know what that was, dude. That I, the, was fake. Like the range, I mean, like the point blank and shit, obviously, but that was fucking fake, yeah. A what slug would have set that guy flying, blew a hole in his chest. Well, I've seen you pictures know? of the Blue shitty, the sketchy gun, and it's an, it's like a real. It, Bring it up. It's almost it up. laughable. I don't have pictures. Let me see if I can find one. Okay, it's almost laughable when looking at it, because I mean. Dude, have you seen pictures oh, of the gun? It's literally like duct tape and wood, bro. Like, <laughs> have you ever shot a twelve? Like, what size was this? A twelve gauge, a twenty? Have you ever shot a twenty gauge? Just a twenty gauge, not even twelve gauge. Have you ever shot a twelve, a twenty gauge? Not twenty gauge, yeah. the small ones. I mean, dude, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I am hard pressed to believe that duct tape held up through two duct tape and wood held up through two shots of even a twenty gauge, much less a twelve gauge. Right. I just feel like right. it would. Oh, it was, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hyperwaffen says it wasn't shells. It was black powder and ball or water. <laughs> I shot him with a homemade musket. That was a motherfucker. Yeah, that's a musket. Oh, yeah, that's shit, fun. dude. Yeah, no right. What? That's basically the negative amount of sense. Fucking But they're saying some gook went like ninja, and I guess they can't have guns. So he, like, used his gook. Like Gundam knowledge to build some kind of explosive device that fired a projectile. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, it's like Magoo I'm MacGyver, but fucking Japanese, but Magoofer. But listen, out of all the gooks, the Japanese could make a a basic firearm like that. You know what I mean? A primitive Better? firearm. I think they could. He's chinking right. out. <laughs> But, I, like, I've been in the range a lot. I used to work in that industry. I've shot, like, all all the different types of shotguns you could shoot because we had the ball. And I don't – shotguns are fucking powerful. Like, but, you know, they don't go – like, they would. all those other people would have got shot. If, if it's with if it's with uh, any kind of bird shot, if it's with a slug, well, people lose limbs. <laughs> Look at that thing. That's a nigger gun. <laughs> One of those niggers made that. That's not <laughs> – Josh, pull up the African gun. That is a nigger gun, bro. That is not a gook gun. Gook would have built it much better than that. <laughs> I, <have a> <laughs> I know it's like. What the fuck is that? It's not a gook gun, bro. That's a that's a glow nigger. Drop that shit down. And that some fired two shots. Yeah, some glow nigger made that and shot that dude and dropped it next to poor gook. <laughs> 
Also, like, did you see all the smoke coming from it? Like that, if if you shoot anything out of those barrels, like there's gonna be no accuracy, and the gun's gonna blow up. And it did blow up. You saw in the fucking video. There's tons of smoke. That, that's not. That's gonna come from that shit. One round. I don't think so. Listen, this book is still alive somewhere. He's trying to. He's trying to beat a divorce case. And it's gotten way too much attention. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is cheese, you know. My dude, fuck. What is this? I don't know. That makes no sense. I've, I've, I've seen. I've rarely seen a video of a shooting where it makes that little fucking sense. Johnny, pull up the African guns they make homemade and we compare it to this one. And the African guns are actually better quality. Doesn't make sense. Well, that's about right. Let's see what we can find here. What is the Jew trying to do here? I I, I don't think the Jew would care about this little situation. It's probably just some gook pulling some gook tricks, you know. Yeah, dude, it's a te- they got Tengus over there. You got to worry about right. it. Yeah, he's probably a Tengu. You know, he's probably a fucking Tengu, sir. Yeah. That's what Shinzo Abe is a Tengu. That's the issue. He's a, a fucking <laughs> It says firearm. Looks like wood for the frame and grip or and plumbing pipe used for barrels, used with tape reinforcement. The electronic parts are taped and zip-tied to the bottom, and it has two separate triggers based on the video footage of separate shots. <laughs> Can I oh, do that? Shit. It has electronic parts. That is Japanese, bro. So we actually made a fucking decent gun for real. Yeah, that's a decent gun. I didn't know it had electronic parts on there and shit. What the fuck? That, I don't buy this, man. Yeah, I, I, it's I, super crappy. So weird. <clears throat> I don't know now. I don't know what to think. That's some horse shit, bro. That video has. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> It's just a pop of smoke. It's two pops of smoke, and there's... Oh, that guy yeah, was and, ninja. He was fucking... What's it called? Uh, t- what, that video game? Ninja... What's it called? He sneaks around on PlayStation and kills the dudes? Uh, Tenshu. Tenshu. Not, not Ninja Gaiden. That's Super Nintendo, bro. <laughs> I'm old, dog. I know you're old as fuck, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> what's that game called on PlayStation? Tenshu. Tenshu, yes. He yeah. tenshued that motherfucking gook nigger. He tenshued that gook. He was a merchant. He tenshued the tengu. Killed the evil merchant. He killed the evil merchant. He killed the evil merchant, bro. Johnny knows. Yeah, he killed the merchant, bro. That was dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, good for this guy. <clears throat> that, that's what happened. I'm, for, I'm, I'm pro of that. I'm allowed to like this. Yeah, I don't, give fuck, uh, I don't yeah, give a fuck about this guy or Shinzo Abe. I think it's all fucking hilarious. Huh? Fuck all them. <laughs> What's the like racist, proper racist word for Japanese people? Japs. Japs. Yeah, it's kind of not right? very offensive. Charlie? I don't know. They probably don't, don't talk about that. Uh, Blackfield Heathen, thank you very much. He says, there are pics of the gun out. It was a double barrel with an electronic trigger. And thank you very much for the link as well, Blackfield Heathen. Uh, what did Falcon send us? Did we watch this? Did we watch this, Falcon? Uh, bro, Falcon. <clears throat> Sunshine, what's up, brother? Thank you. Uh, Falcon says, I don't feel like they're all programmed, just ones that will cause most panic. They won't let it admit it's sentient. Uh, thank you very much, brother. Uh, and he also sent a thing here. We'll watch that in a minute. Boom. Uh, what else we got here? I think I got everybody. Three. If you're over 40, remember when people used to say that? No one's. I heard oh. about this. I heard, they said Tucker was called a racist or something, or. No, this is a this is a thing Tucker's tar- talking about. 
the shit we were kind of just talking about, um, like uh, technology, AI, shit like that. Let's see what he's saying. Let me turn the sound on so y'all can hear it real quick. Trying to, I'm trying to stay on top of the echo for you guys, man. I know that shit's brutal. Doing good. That's right. Says that anymore. Silicon Valley is a big part of the reason. Tech oligarchs do whatever they can to censor and humiliate anyone who challenges the approved position on all kinds of topics. The coronavirus, the coronavirus lockdowns, mail-in balloting, George Soros, can't criticize him. You've seen all that. But what are you not seeing? What are these companies doing internally to affect the way we think and the way we vote? Alan Bakari has thought a lot about this. He's written a new book on it called Deleted, Big Tech's Battle to Erase the Trump Movement and Steal the Election. We're glad to have him on tonight. Thanks for joining us. Congrats on the book. Thanks, Tucker. And, you know, I've been following the activities of these Silicon Valley tech giants for nearly five years now. And I have no other way to put it. We're in an era of digital totalitarianism. We've somehow allowed a handful of unaccountable corporations to seize control of political discourse and in the process seize control of democracy. But, you know, you don't have to take this from me. Take it from my sources, the people who worked for Google, the people who worked for Twitter and Facebook. These are the people I've interviewed for this book. And let me tell you, they are so alarmed by what they've seen inside these Silicon Valley companies that they put their own careers on the line to come forward and warn the American public about what's going on. This is not just about people getting banned. We all know people get banned on social media. That is just the tip of the iceberg. The really terrifying stuff is what's going on behind the scenes. And that's what these sources have told me about. I know we're short on time, so I'll focus on just one example that more people need to know about. It's called machine learning fairness. Machine learning fairness. Everyone needs to memorize those three words. Machine I'll learning you, fairness. I'll tell you what it is briefly. This is big tech's attempt to merge the fields of computer science on the one hand and critical race theory on the other. That's what you were saying, right, Critical Johnny? race yep. theory, Tucker. That's the exactly same racist ideology that's being rightly purged from the federal government by President Trump is running rampant in Silicon Valley, yep. where it couldn't be that's more dangerous. That's exactly what I was because saying. These they're sitting there and they're 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 programming this AI with like a critical Fucking race rule. worldview, right? So now all of our kids, when they're studying for something in school, anything they look up, say they look up fucking, you know, Emmett Till or the Tulsa race riots or any of these things, they're going to get the Jewish version, right? They're going to get the anti-white version, right? Because all of these these search engines, all the entire internet is going to be overlorded by anti-racist. AI. Digital Jews. Digital, yes. The electronic Jew. This is fucking, this is uh, Bob Matthews Same. fucking prophecy come to life. The electronic Jew is no longer the TV. It is now a, an entity that floats through the interwebs. The electronic Jew is now an entity that floats through the internet. Fucking Metatron. Jesus. This, this, we only got a minute left here. Let's see what you got to say. These people control the algorithms that are going to control almost every aspect of our lives. You know, they control 
whose messages are allowed to be seen, whose political movements are allowed to go viral and gain momentum, even whose businesses are going to be successful. If you're on the 10th page of Google search, no one will ever find you. And the people who have this awesome power, which, by the way, affects not just America, but so many other countries around the world, the people who have this power are the same people who think that Ibram Kendi and Robin DiAngelo are the leading intellectual figures of our time. These people are crazy and they're racists <laughs> and they're running the technologies that are running our world. That's where we are. Dr. That's Dr. Is digital totalitarianism. That's what this book is about. Machine learning fairness. Yeah, it, I won't forget it. Al McCarthy, I hope you'll come back. It's, 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 it's Look at everybody like they're dumb as no, fuck. It's like, it's like, it's disgusting. And the money yeah. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, and speaking of uh, our Jewish... Um, artificial intelligent overlords. Brazilian pastor sentenced to 18 years in prison for praying an anti-Semitic prayer. Have you guys heard of this? Gotta free him. They gotta free him out of jail. A Brazilian pastor was sentenced to 18 fucking years in prison for praying anti-Semitic prayers, dude. A pastor in a small Pentecostal church in Brazil has been sentenced to 18 years and six months in prison for praying an anti-Semitic prayer. Jewish groups, are are based. <clears throat> Jewish groups are celebrating the historic penalty for anti-Semitic hate speech. This is from the Jewish Telegraph Agency. A pastor who was filmed two years ago. Once again, these vengeful Jews and, and, and they're just, they're, their ability to hold a grudge and hunt the, the last motherfucker down, right? Uh was filmed two years ago uh, praying for another Holocaust. <laughs> that is so big. Oh, was sentenced to 18 years and six months in prison. A historic penalty that made headlines across Brazil. But you know what? He's going to heaven, though, for some shit like that. You know what I mean? Just fighting the Jews straight up 18 years on the chin. Like, wow. You know? Praying for another Holocaust. That's so, that's the best shit I've heard in a while. I'm, that's the best shit I've ever heard a preacher do, bro. Listen to what he I've says. Heard. It's so good, dude. Uh, where are we at? <laughs> He's praying for another Holocaust. It's, Jeez, the lar- it's the largest penalty ever applied in Brazil for this type of crime, which will help to inhibit this insidious practice says Ricardo Sidi, legal director at the Brazilian-Israeli Confederacy. So now we know that Sidi is a Brazilian Jewish last name. That's something we learned, <laughs> right? Sidi is obviously a Brazilian Jewish last name. Uh, the country's <laughs> umbrella Jewish organization who acted as assistance to the prosecution. Tupriani de Hora Lores, who heads the Pentecostal Generation Jesus Christ Church in Rio, came under the spotlight for his small but fervently radical religious audience. Massacre the Jews, God. Hit them with your sword, for they have have left God. They have left the nations. They horror praise in in the sermon that was captured. His congregants are heard repeating his words passionately. Where's this church? Can we bring a, a sect of that church here? Can we bring that search here? Yeah, let's just start that. Can he at least do like a live stream church so I can watch it from home? (laughs) Can he at least live stream it from jail? (laughs) We need a live feed from prison for this guy to just preach. I'm I'm back in religion. I'm I'm back in. (laughs) Massacre the Jews, God. Hit them with your sword, for they have left God and they have left the nations. Amen. That's so true. 
They have left guy in the nation. They deserve the sword. Oh, look, there's more. They contrived, went with prostitutes, and when they were told to repent, they said they'd do it, but they lie, the pastor added. Possibly a reference to the forced conversions to Christianity during the Spanish Inquisition. God, yep. what you have done in World War II, you must do again. This is what we ask for in our prayers to you. Justice, justice, justice. God, can we just try to read that prayer in its entirety real quick? Let me find it real quick. We should all, like, pray together for the Jews. <laughs> Massacre <laughs> the Jews, show. God. Hit them with your sword, for they have left God and they have left the nation. They contrived with the prostitutes. And when they were told to repent, they said they'd do it, but they lied. Where's the rest of it at? God, what you have done in World War II, you must do again. This is what we ask for in our prayers to you. Justice, justice, justice. You know what? He's probably one of those Portuguese. You know, being that based intelligent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight from like, Spain, yeah. <laughs> Straight from Portugal. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is fucking uh, aristocracy right here. Huh? That's the aristocracy yeah. shit. This, this, is a white, this is one of those white Brazilians we've been hearing all about, right? Uh, uh, that's funny, dude. That's amazing. Good find there. Holy shit, dude. And where's the side of the Israeli Times? Is like celebrating. Jewish Telegraph. Years. Yeah, Jewish Tra Telegraph Agency is celebrating but, the... the the martyrdom of this man. But bro, he's probably going to go to prison and preach, bro, to all the prisoners. They're going to have all, all the respect. You know, you I hope he starts a, members, I hope he know? starts an anti-Semitic prison revolt in Brazil. Right, yeah. He can teach the, the, the gang leaders and shit. <laughs> and like, make it like gang doctrine for all these gangs. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's for the best, you know? Says this <laughs> sentence... Demo oh, I'm sorry, Akilah. Go ahead, brother, please. They gave him 18 years in Brazil. Fucking, if I, if I think if I said that prayer, they'd... Up here, they'd fucking give me the electric chair. Yeah, they ain't you know? fucking around with that shit up there. Out. Trudeau himself might like cut your head off. They might have like a big yeah. ceremony where they like drug yeah. you out into the square, <laughs> and like <laughs> Justin Trudeau comes out and himself cuts your head off. Head off. Yeah. Jesus, circumcise you and fucking chop <laughs> Yeah, he gives <laughs> you an oral circumcision and then cuts your head off. <laughs> yeah. You'd be uh, a saint. He'll be a saint, bro. You know? fucking CPC, man. Saint Aquila out there, you know. Hey, I could think of worse ways to go. I would take that, right? I, I would take being like drug out, yeah, for being an enemy of the Jewish world order. I would, I would take being like made a fucking like martyr like that, huh? Fuck it. Like your last words, like any last words you want to repent, I'd be like, like, like Braveheart. It's the Jews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't want that fucking fag's mouth on my fucking shit. I don't know what that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part might have been a little bit much, huh? That's fucked up. <laughs> Say this... he masturbated to death. The masturbation machine becomes real in 2025 when Akilah gets masturbated to death by Justin Trudeau. <laughs> oh man! This sentence demonstrates the hardening of justice, which with cases of hate speech, which has grown exponentially, especially in the face of the Jewish community. the The case is very serious, and the reprimand received by the defendant is proportional to his dangerousness," said Andriana Vayner, another member of the Jewish Confederation's legal team. 
So there you have it, man. There you have it. AI, you know AI is alive when it knows better than to name the Jew, because if you name the Jew, you get sentenced to 18 fucking years and, in prison. And, and one thing we really need to know is, is the level of governmental corruption in this country that leads to an 18-year sentence for something like this. So when we see our government becoming more and more and more and more and more corrupt, there's going to be a consequence to that. There's going to be dirty-ass shit, like 80-year-old women getting persecuted for some yeah. bullshit. There's going to be men getting 18 years in prison for just saying the truth. you know, And that's possible in, a, in the level of corruption. That's what the Jews is part of this craziness they're trying to create. You know, a level of corruption where anything goes. You know, that's yeah. how they operate. It's real. I, we're joking. Like, I, we're joking around about fucking... But it's like real, though. You know what I mean? It's like... But yeah, it's dude. Like I could, I could be sacrificed. Like not in the same way, but like they'll they'll bury you under the jail. They'll go after you any which way. They'll change the laws. They're change. They're changing them now. The UK is crazy. Australia is crazy. Canada's fucked. Like honestly, like like the, whatever sovereignty is retained by um, by Americans, especially like you know in the south and, and stuff off the off the Upper East Coast in California. Like this is the only sovereignty left in the white world. Like bottom line, you know, we have got like little segments of it. Canada can be very rural; it's a huge country, so it's hard to like govern. But we're not like a very ungovernable people. We're very governable, right? You know. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Really I don't. I don't know much about the history of Canada and political dissidents, but I know here in the United States, they'll kill your motherfucking ass. These Jews here will just straight fucking kill you. I mean, yeah, they'll throw you in jail and shit, too, but they will just fucking smoke your bitch ass, too. They're not fucked up about it. Yeah, you could argue Canada's a little more docile, but, like, not really, dude. We have the same the same Jews, like, that are, that run that shit. They run this shit. Like, Montreal is as Jewed out as, Judy, Jewed out as you could get. Judaic as you could get. Like, bottom line, it's just, it's been, it's been that way, you know, for probably 100 years. So... Same, I think same it's like amazing. How, I think like, do you guys realize no one's ever snapped out of the Jew spell as fast as this many people at once? Not even Germany. That was isolated to that area in that country. Like the whole world is snapping out of the Jew shit right now. You know what I mean, hope the fuck up. Like we gotta fucking, we, we, like we gotta keep the pedal to the metal right now before they shut all this down. And we can't even talk to one another because that's eventually what they're gonna do. About, right, that's what that's what this this dude in this in this the in that Tucker thing. That's what he's talking about. That's what they're that's what they're trying to do. Right, they're building AIs yeah. to just us right out of whatever discourse is, is exists. So when that happens, you have to be again. This is another uh, lesson is to push towards collectivity because when you go out in the real world, you have to be have solidarity, have cohesion, have relationships, have be able to trust people in real life is the the challenges that face us if if we can't communicate and and use the internet to central to somewhat organize is uh it's gonna be right gonna we're be on the people. clock because right now yeah. the jew is still doing the soft power thing but if, very soon it's gonna be only hard power they're gonna drop the niceness and they're just gonna go to cruel ass nasty hardcore fucking shit against us you know what I mean? But right now they're doing the soft power. So we, the more people that are awake when that happens, understand what's going on. When that occurs, the better chance we face. Yeah. 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 And don't, don't be tricked. You know, like they toggle back and forth between styles of government. There's two options, right? There's the gay shit right. we have up here. There's Trump shit. Uh, with the gay shit we had up here was pre preceded by a conservative government that was there for about eight years um, or, or longer, arguably. But 
like th this is the thing, right? You get these populists. So you, you have the Putin style, the Trump style, whatever you want to call it, pop like Bolsonaro, these motherfuckers, and they toggle back and forth between these like gay shit or that shit. Both fucking Jewish as hell, and you don't like one make. They both make our lives miserable, right? They play them back and forth off each other, right? Like Trump, Trump made it harder for us, and then. Now Biden leans in. Now it seems like there would be a reaction. Maybe you get a DeSantis in. Then he presses. He he loves Jews. He'll press white nationalists so much harder. And then they go back and back and back and back until they got you pressed to where you can't do a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> get out there. Gotta get out there. Gotta get out there. I like what you said earlier about all the psyops too, boys. You were talking. About, I was on my phone listening, and it was all lagging. And I was super far behind. Couldn't be right. But yeah, the psyop thing. Like, they do all these psyops to make anybody who says stuff outside of the normal line look fucking schizophrenic, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you were right, dude. That's like a... They hit a grand slam with that one. Because yep. I talk to people, and the first thing they say, well, you know, that's pretty funny about all those Jews, but I also heard this guy at work say, you know, he also mentioned the Jews, but he told me something about flat earth. And then, boom, yeah. everything you tell about the Jews yeah. is gone out the window. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, yeah. last time I talked to a guy about Straight the Jews, up. he told me Hitler was living in an ice castle in fucking New right. Schwabenland and starting an alien fucking revolution right in the Earth's flat. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. You know and what I mean? Like, yeah. Chemtrails, too, bro. All this shit. Like, I've seen oh, so many people retarded. caught up on that. Their life was chemtrails. And, like, they're ready to fight me over chemtrails. And it's like, <laughs> it's weird, dude. And like, Their life becomes, like, what would you say? The flat Earth? There was this one it guy, breaks their he brain. Had, like, seriously, bro, he had, like, 50, 80,000 views on his all his videos. His name was Red, it was, like, Red Pill Philosophy, right? He was super popular. And he made all these videos. He had hundreds of thousands of views. Then all of a sudden, one day, he heard about Flat Earth. And it's like he became neurotic and autistic and, like, lost all his viewers. And the next two years, all he talked about was Flat Earth. Like, and like listen, this, listen. Gone. This is coming from a guy who believes some pretty fucking out there shit, <laughs> right? Like, I'll admit, some of my fucking, like, esoteric beliefs are kind of fucking, you know, lofty. I admit that. But even that is a stretch too fucking far for me, right? Like, uh, yeah. But you're it's, right. It consumes them. It becomes a movement. I was like, I was yep. arguing with this guy. I'm like, dude, who cares? How does this affect life? Either way. He's like, no, it does. It all starts with the flat earth. And it's like, what? Come on, dude. Fuck out of here, yeah. No, yeah, uh, that's it. It, it. it makes them look so crazy, dude. These levels of discourse are—they're Jewish, you know. They're put out there for that reason. And White Shadow says, yeah. "Building the realm is ahead of the curve." You fucking biggest dude. <laughs> that guy hit me with some wild shit one time. Matter of fact, it was the last time I saw Building the Realm. I didn't even know that guy was still around. Uh, last time I think I saw that guy, I popped into his chat and just said, "What's up?" And he was talking about Tartaria. And this motherfucker went off on a rant talking about how Tartaria was actually the reign, of the thousand-year reign of the return of Jesus Christ. And when Tartaria fell, that was the fall of man, and we are now living through the tribulation and the reign of Satan. And, like, all of this wild shit, dude, it was Fucking yeah, crazy, schizophrenic grifter, bro. One day, for about a <laughs> like, week, every single one of his streams was titled "Adolf Hitler is a faggot, Nazis Holy are faggots." Shit. Yeah. Wow. Who's that? 
Yeah, uh, uh, this this old man put his headlines about uh, calling uh, national socialist faggots. Hitler was a faggot, nigger lover, Jew. I was like, I was like, dude, why are you? What the was wrong with you, dude? <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is the old man, uh, Akila. This is the old man that used to rap with like the chicken on his back. What the fuck? I don't know about yeah, this. he would have like a black rooster that he hung out. I don't even remember if it was black. He had like a rooster that he like had or a chicken that he would like sit on his lap or his shoulder and he would like do freestyle raps. He's like this old ass man. Kind of looks like a rabbi a little bit. I'm not saying he's a Jew. I don't know any better, but that's just like the. Yeah. What's his name? Def Mike is still around. Uh, His name is Building the Realm. Uh, embarrassing Torx. Wow, I haven't heard. Uh, I know like- last time I saw a. Uh, Def Mike think Def Mike was like playing around on the periphery of our thing when we were all over on D Live, and then when we all got kicked off D Live, I went back. You know, wow, this is a year or two ago. I went back and was looking at who all was on there, and I saw Def Mike, and I clicked on his show, and he was like with a guy called. He was like streaming with a guy called the Ugly Jew or some shit like that. Oh, I was like, I ah, the Ugly Jew. Yeah. I was like, okay, I see what happened to Def Mike. They got to him right on. But yeah. He's Anyhow. Huh? Back in back in the day, was he on a show on in on regular TV back in the day, or, or a skateboarder or something? Who? Def Mike. Def I Mike. I don't know. I don't know either. I remember it sounds the familiar. Def Mike sounds so familiar. Yeah, he Def. used to he used to stream with us back uh, when we were like uh, doing like hosting with kids Kardashian, and then when we would all host each other, he was a yeah. part of that whole circle and shit back then. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyhow, guys, I'm going to get on out of here. Guys, I might be streaming tonight. Uh, I'm going to see if the drags are still going on. By the time I get off here, if they are, I'm going to go meet my brother out there, and I'm going to do some phone streaming and shit uh, out, at the, out at these races. Um, but you also, guys, going on next? I, I'm gonna, I might uh, do some streaming from my phone if, if I go out to the, to the races and shit. But also, uh, guys, I am going to be picking up another show. I got to find out when... I can fit it in, but uh, Akila and I are going to start doing uh, a fight show where we watch old MMA fights and probably most likely some of the new ones, too. We'll be sharing private links uh, when we watch the new fights when they come out, when I'm able to be at home for them. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go through and start watching some old fights and, and doing some old fight breakdowns of fight history and shit like that. Um, one day a week. It's either going to be Thursday or at an odd time on Wednesday. I haven't decided when, but we're going to pull the trigger on it next week. i got to find out when I can slide in, and I'm not stepping on nobody's toes because I don't want to be an asshole. So, I have a deal yeah. for Aquila's show. He should do lifting weights with Aquila. Dude, Aquila. I'm telling you, man, white power workout oh, oh. hour. Somebody yeah. needs to do it. The white power workout hour, a one-hour, like a 45-minute lifting session or even just like calisthenic workouts, things like that. Uh, man, that would be so fucking beneficial. If I had the time, I would do it. Uh just like a quick, you know, body weight workout, man. To have people come in, get in the show, work out along with you. just talking about lifting weights for two hours. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah. good I'm to do it with it. them. It's coming. So my, I, have, I have a whole, like, I had a whole career as a trainer, right? So I've got a whole, like, Spurg That's method. That's dude. I got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm going to be putting out um, at a certain <laughs> up, point. Southern Nordic. Um, we're going to do like, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to dox it because like you guys could all know it's fine. But I'm going to do like a normie YouTube channel. So you guys can all come listen on my normie YouTube channel, and I'll be all nice and say say nice things, and uh, teach people how to do exercise. But the white power workout hour, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get that going through the. We're gonna have to find somebody to do. It. I don't think I'm the guy. 
but so but we're, we're gonna figure it out we got, got enough of a network there with fastest fitness and uh, etc to uh to find the right person to do that so um, it's on the docket folks we got a lot of stuff coming up yeah and dude i i've actually thought about doing like a weird like youtube normie react channel too just to try to grift normies <laughs> uh you know there's like these heavy duty country and people like that i want to go and like do uh make fun of them and try to yank all their fucking viewers <laughs> they're like normie yeah, conservative yeah. faggots that have the coldest takes you've ever heard in your life and i think if you just minded your p's and q's with what you said you could fucking really undermine those faggots and do good work i've been thinking about doing it uh embarrassing torix yeah i don't want to get too much into it it's a mess, but yeah, there actually, there there is evidence for that. It was shared around a while back, and it's weird, but yeah, that's neither none of my business. I ain't. I'm just saying. White Shadow's my boy, and there are there is evidence for what he said. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Shot and Freud like Crowder. Get on there and and put his name in the in the uh, title, right? Like, you know, Stephen Crowder wrong about everything, right? <laughs> And just go in on on one of his latest videos and shit like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, this is that. I like that because fuck Stephen Crowder. Yeah, and like yeah, the heavy duty country is the worst, yeah. dude. Heavy duty country yeah. is the worst fucking spiritual boomer faggot that I've ever fucking seen in my life. He's worse than Stephen Crowder. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! Jaden McNeil came on Odyssey, and he made nine thousand dollars tonight. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. That's nuts. Yeah, that shit's wild, man. Isn't that yeah. shit wild, bro? That shit is wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not bad, man. It means there's a market, man. You know, it's nice to see it's nice to see people getting involved. Jaden seems like a good boy. You know what it is? All those rich guys that used to donate now are like butthurt. They got all this money. They got to give away. They got to find some nice fucking, some nice wholesome wig nuts to fire it off to. Yeah. And their rich boy bank accounts. Yeah, just uh, cut out all the gay shit. Come down, come on home. I know a couple legends like that that fucking need those chuckles. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. No, yeah, but you know, Cozy TV and all them are falling apart, bro. They're falling apart. Listen, the fucking thing, Johnny, is no good. The fucking donating thing is no good. What's it called? Power chat? It's no fucking good, yeah, bro. That's, yeah, that's why I told no my good. people. Uh, that's why I told my people two or three weeks ago. Stop sending. That's why I took all my links down and all that shit. Yeah. Don't see because Listen, I don't trust like, those. That's fucking why people, the money man. stopped because they're over here like doxing people who use it and shit, bro. Yeah, yeah fucking and, Pearson, and, Pearson said the name of one of those donors and everything. So yeah, they, dude. Fucking faggot. Yo, it's literally over, boys. It's over. Listen, it's over. The whole that shit is over. This was the final straw. It's done now. Isn't that great? Cheers, yeah. boys. Fucking cheers. Another one bites the dust. You know, it's fucking over. <laughs> you usually always come out on top, my bro. That's just the reality. They were right the whole time. That's the problem. They've been right since the 40s. You know, they've been right since before that. Well, and it's just like, man, when you got a bunch of scumbags around you, you're going to crumble. You know what I mean? All those guys are scumbags. You know what I mean? All of them. You know what I mean? Ralph's a scumbag. Fucking Baked Alaska's a fucking scumbag. Anthony Cumia is a fucking scumbag. Fucking Nick Quinta is a fucking scumbag. Like, they're all just bad humans, right? They're just shitty people. But that's and, why you gotta be careful of your behavior. Yeah. Like, be careful because like punishment comes in this life. 
You know what I mean? When you walk all fucked up and do scumbag shit, it will bite you in the ass in this fucking life. And that's why you're not supposed to do it. You know? There you go. I'm going to show you. Yeah, Beardson's a fucking extreme fucking scum. Yeah, just all of them are just really shitty human beings, man. And that's what happens, man. You know, uh, you destroy yourself, right? When you, be, you, destroy when you behave yourself. like that, you destroy yourself, man. So, right. yeah. That's exactly what it is. You destroy yeah. yourself. When you fucking roll with this evil ass shit, you destroy yourself, period. Uh, the kid Fuentes has a fucking full mental problem and a full like physical manifestation of like an anxiety disorder. She's bulimic on the floor throwing up I on him. I saw that. I saw that, dude. Oh, that was so funny. Dude. He's 110 pounds. Is a homosexual. Like this kid's got everything He's fucked a disaster. up. Disaster, bro. His sister's just... fucking hot, bro. You see his sister. Uh, no, no, yeah, you don't know. You wonder why he's all fucked up when his twin sister's all hot, and he, he, this kid probably like looks at such creepy, weird porn, things about his sister, all this weird Listen, fucking shit. You know? I will crown whoever fucks that guy's sister. You have the white tuber challenge. I will show up to your house and deliver you a crown. Do it for the team, bro. Smash his sister. If they weren't out there and smash his sister, I think there was like if they weren't so far away from me, I'd have a conversation with my wife, like, babe, look. <laughs> uh, this is for hey, this is for something bigger than us right now. <laughs> Cause I guarantee you I can fucking do it. Uh hundred fucking percent. Like Some just Chad has to just go and just say, you know what? How can you say all those things when I fuck you? I came with your sister, bro. <laughs> like, on her like, fucking what? face, dude, huh? I came a swastika on your fucking sister's face, faggot, huh? Fuck her so good. That fucker's so good, she becomes a wignat. That oh, she's like man. throwing up Romans and she goes full wignat because you just fucked her so good. <laughs> I will drive to your house and deliver you a crown if you do that. <laughs> send, send her up here, boy. Just give me 15 minutes. Oh, fuck, <laughs> That's how women are. You fuck them right. You know, you treat them good. You know, they'll do whatever you say. Cosmic yeah. Pepe has a good point. I think all the Fuentes kids are gay. I do think I remember hearing that, that she's like a coal-burning lesbian. Like Nick no, Fuentes' her, sister <laughs> fucks uh, a lesbian nigger, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Whatever. John, you will curse your family. <laughs> I would never cheat on my wife. It's a joke. Uh, but but I mean if it, 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 you could you could spite fuck women like that like if you're already if like man th there's people that uh, listen I'll put myself in that category you know like some dudes they still have their purity left and shit like that they didn't do fucked up things in their life and stuff like that but I'll take one for the team man you got you know what I mean like I'm, I'm already I'm, 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 humiliation and you fucked his sister she became a wig like he'd have to shut it down. <laughs> you would have to shut I heard, <laughs> I heard there's a fucking gay porn of Nick Fuentes. I heard yeah, this. Yes, he's right. It's five hundred thousand. They want for it. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I, I, I mean this when I say this. I mean this when I say this. If we can get a hold of the person who has that, and they can somehow prove to me that that's Nick Fuentes on that, I will crowdfund that money. I will crowdfund that money till the day I die. Better. I'll do you one better. I'll go get the tape. <laughs> you tell me he's got it. We'll go get I'll that go fucking, fucking tape. I'll go fucking get the tape. I'll tell you what. Don't worry about it. Here's the tape. Uh, you know, that's valuable shit. Dude. <laughs> and you could you could almost if 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 they weren't so problematic, you could almost feel bad for a piece of shit like Nick Fuentes, but Nah, he's a scumbag who deserves it, bro. You know? Yeah. The truth is, though, that a lot of kids are suffering from, like, uh, what he suffers from without, like, the magnifying That's glass. Point. That's a good point, though. And, right. uh, 
I think she could take a couple from him. Like, don't be like him. Go in your active club. Lift weights. Find dudes like John, Tuber, me. And, like, we got a lot of guys that were, you know, like, then there's guys in real life. We can, we can, or, like, steer you towards them so that you don't have to feel like you don't know what to do. There's guys that can help you. You yeah, know, so these guys, some of these guys, I swear to God, have never touched the weights. I swear to God. Yeah. They have never, I mean, unfathomable as it is, they've never touched it. Yeah. You know I mean, we gotta like sneak in some kind of <laughs> psychological hurts their program, just make them accidentally slip and do a, do a fucking pull up or something. We got, they gotta, they gotta start like, you know, we gotta start somewhere here. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of it is just being around other guys to the point where they, where they settle down. You know, they stop being such fags and afraid and stuff. Like, and, and it's a lot of trust. So that's why this sussy shit is really fucked up because you can't really have like a good environment of masculine trust if there's like a real emphasis on like faggot jokes and stuff like that all the time. Once in a while, here and there, whatever, you know, it's funny. But like, if you, if there's an emphasis on this shit and you guys are like kind of teasing each other or something or like, it's that's like, gay, like, bro. Flirt with each other, actually. Just like, yeah. like, a, like you're fucking gay, bro. Like you're fucked up. Like where I come from, you don't do that because you get hurt. Like so right, you get fucking hurt, bro. <laughs> you get fucking hurt, bro. Fucking you better like, be good at fighting. Yeah, yeah. That way, you better be real good at fighting. And the same thing where I come from is like here and there, fuck whatever. It's funny, bro. Troll people. Jokes are jokes. But you know what? Like you have to always be careful about what you say because you never know. So you have to learn these types of lessons. Be around other men and just like not like. Be faggots. So yeah, don't stop watching Nick Fuentes, guys. Come watch fucking Eagles Nest, and uh, you know, stop giving your money to PPP and being homos and like you're cheering on fat guys. Worski's doing the right thing. He's trying to fight and he's trying to be in shape and yeah. stuff. Worski's lifting. Listen, just lift, just lift. Everyone just needs to start getting in shape. <laughs> Worski's lifting shape. now. Everyone has to start getting out of shit shape. Yeah, because he's gonna fight. He's gonna fight Ralph. So then Ralph backed out. So then he got in a different fight against actually this weird Filipino dude who can like throw hands pretty decent. So I think Borsi's gonna get fucked up. But he's um, but hey, he's, uh, he's trying pretty hard. He's training pretty hard. He's, yeah, he looks good. He looks good, bro. He's inspiring people. That's good shit. You know. Yeah, that's great, man. Like it's I'm funny, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph backed out. It's funny, Ralph backed out, and I see now that he's he's resorted. He realized that the tough guy act doesn't work for him because he's a pussy, right? So he, he's, yeah. now, he's, yeah. now, he's now he's now he's now he's now resorted to like threatening people's jobs and shit. He's like harassing this Pajit guy at his he's fucking shitty SeaWorld job. Yeah, yeah. he's like calling people's managers and now because his fat ass can't fight and he keeps getting beat up by lesbians and shit. Fucking pathetic motherfucker! What a pathetic sack, dude. Did, that, did, did you see that post about my boss? Most of these shit talkers can't fight, Johnny. They cannot fight. Yeah. It just baffles my mind, you know? <laughs> did you see the post about my boss? Yeah, I shared that with a bunch of people. I wasn't even trying to show him. I was like watching Ralph Rage Pig out. And he was like, this gamer gate too, bitch. And my boss is like, in, like, he, like I told y'all before, he like uh, is into computer gaming. He's like, what the fuck are you watching? We were in the truck. And I just showed him the video. I just replayed the video and showed it to him. And he goes, isn't that that fat fuck who got his ass kicked in front of the whole world and looks like a total fucking faggot or <laughs> some shit like he's that? He's bro. He heard about it. All he knows is Ralph is oh, That's Ralph fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. He's funny for getting his ass kicked while his purse sat on his fat belly, dude. I might kill myself. That's what I'm saying. That I might kill like, myself. That's, broken, bro. that's so humiliating, bro. I would just log off. 
know, it wasn't it's, even it's, the fact that he got beat up. It was the, the way in which he got beat up trying to act tough and then his purse just sitting on his fat belly, dude. That was so bad, dude. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Super bad, bro. That's logging out. Logging out, going to rehab. Never go. That's a rehab yeah. moment. I knew I needed to go to rehab when I was on oh the ground. Oh, my God, dude. My purse was fucking getting stolen. It was sitting on my belly like that. Just I died when I saw that he's sitting like crisscross applesauce with his legs crossed and just his fucking huge stomach is hanging out and his fucking purse is just sitting right on top of his belly. I was like, oh my god, this isn't real. This is not fucking real. Right I, I saw that. I could not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like I'll throw, yeah, that take was out. I'll throw a damper takeout. Like, uh, Dingo was saying that it was, like, really bad what uh, Cog did, where Cog, like, kind of, like, picked the fight or whatever. And I kind of didn't think that because I hadn't seen the, the buildup. But uh, um, Lonesome uh, Ranger shared the video to you. And, like, there's, like, it's, like, eight minutes. So there's, like, this whole section I'd never seen of them following him around that actually made it look like way worse. Made it look like uh, like like what Dingo said, like that they like actually like kind of stalked him and picked the fight while he was by himself. And uh, I mean, he reacted like to pick the fight himself, and they got beat up. So it is as pathetic as we're saying, like either way. But yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a different look when these when you see calm. If people's yeah. polite and nice and not acting tough and flexing nuts and saying yeah, yeah. people's asses, I'm like, oh, he's a victim, you know. But he's that guy who acts tough and then gets rocked. You know. Yeah, what I mean? you know what I mean. Like, and not only that, like. The dude was around the corner from him. I watched the video. The dude was around the corner from him, and when he realized the dude was streaming the gun watch, he walked around there and pushed up on the dude like he wanted to fight. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, it's, not like, it's not like Ralph came around the corner, stood six feet back or so, and was like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing? No, he walked straight up on that dude, got in his face like, what's up, motherfucker? Like, you're going to get yeah. smoked in the fucking mouth if you do shit like that. Don't yeah, act tough if you're not fucking tough. Like, yeah, I mean, like... Shit and talking, man, uh, that he's done online. It just makes him look like a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, you kind of have sympathy for it. Well, and then walking up on somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. You don't walk up on somebody. Whether they're following you or not. Like me, I mean, if they were fucking following me, I would walk up on them like that. But if I got whooped, I wouldn't jump up screaming for the police. Get you you know what I mean? Like we're gonna fight. You know what I mean? And that's just what happens. Yeah. Like sometimes men fight, and then you go your separate ways. And then you know what I mean? Like yeah, yep. basically. Sometimes screaming for the police and shit, and acting <laughs> all fucking. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I know, man. You get, you get it, you get it. Anyways, fuck it, Ralph. Hey, it's whatever. You know, these these people are all fucking nerds, though. <laughs> They're <laughs> scumbags, dude. Like, I mean, worse it, than nerds are scumbags. Fucking, they're all like little fucking maggots and yeah. worms. And they're shit. all fucking short. I think that's they're part of it. Like when you're that fucking short, yeah, it just fucks with your crush head. All of them like once kind of shit. They're not even like men. This whole like community yeah. over there that's that is like a bunch if of you fucking. Could pick out- yeah, if you could pick up people who just like were, weren't role models and just didn't have that like intangible, like at all, like the opposite of what you would need to actually lead people. Like if you had, I don't know, ten guys, like you know, like the setup, like America First. If you had ten like really effective, really good dudes there, you'd have something. These guys are literally the opposite of that. That's how you know it's Jewish. It's an inversion. 
and real quick, and be a leader of something. Hey, yo, Kiwi Farms is not our thing. Is that clear? Is everyone clear on that? Kiwi Farms shits on our beliefs, on people's like us, and it's run by some kind of nigger. Yeah, so, well, and that's what I was just about. I, well, I was just about to get to that. For one, for anybody fucking feeling sorry for Ralph's fat ass, just realize that I never said none of this shit about him. I, I've never really cared for fucking Ralph, but I've always kept it uh, uh, cordial Court- with that dude right. until yeah. he started attacking my fucking friends and having Johnny come on and tell a bunch of fucking lies and that little weasel race trading race mixing faggot Andrew Anglin come on and tell lies about my friends. Like, I'm not going to sit by and let that shit happen and just keep my fucking mouth shut. Fuck that fat faggot. He knows what he's doing. He started that shit. And that being said, everybody knows my feelings on PPP, too. Like, he's no better. Fuck that fat faggot, too. No, listen, they all shit on us. They call us wignats. Listen, I listen to these things. I haven't found one. All of them. When you get down to the fucking, you know, you boil it down, they shit on us hard Mm -hmm. as fuck, bro. Yeah. 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 None of these people are your fucking friends. They have no ground. They have no more. No moral high ground. PPP, everybody keep in your fucking heads. PPP has no moral high ground. He's a fat piece of shit. When he says anything bad about, well, any of these dudes. Dude, Nick Fuentes, okay, being like like how he is, you know, with all his psychological problems that he has, he's a bulimic. PPP, you're 400 pounds, my dude. You have just as bad a problem as he does, you fat piece of shit. Right. He's bears your asshole. It needs to be understood that the jokes are funny, the guy's clever and all. But his his political beliefs are normy. He has normy political beliefs, and he has a normal like like uh, Christian political beliefs. They're basically normal normy shit. You know, he plays with the Jew question because it grifts and makes money, but that's it. You know, you know what I mean. These guys are on YouTube and stuff, so it's cool. I just want to make sure everyone knows he's not like he's not like secretly tongue in cheek our guy or anything. No, no that's not. what I've been no, telling people. Yeah. yeah, I check. Trust me, guys. I check these things. Yeah, I, I like the show. I watch it and stuff. Like, right? Well, I don't, yeah, that's I don't fine. Think, but, remember that though. You know, it's, 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 some yeah, guys and, get confused. You know, and not just that, but he he when he when he dogs Dingo and I found out about that. Well, I mean, he did it before, but that that's as soon as that's that happened. Like you like you said, John. Like, like you can't fuck with people's friends, and like you know, you have to yeah, have fealty. Man. Yeah, like here's fealty. the deal. Loyalty means something, man. You know what I mean. You can't just be mm-hmm. fucking sleeping with the fucking enemy, dude. These people are, are running the people you align with, you people you're friendly with. At, at the very least, you're running their name through the mud, making up lies about them. I'm not the kind of guy to sit back and be... I fight when my friends fight. I don't stand around and watch my friends get beat up. I ain't a fucking bitch like that. <clears throat> but anyhow. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, I'm sitting there, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he showing Dingo? I, I messaged Dingo about that shit. I'm like, yo, some dude's showing your shit, bro. What the fuck is this? Because that whole community there is just about, like, that's how they, that's their, you know, we talk about real stuff and try to better people. That's like their grift, y'all. That's like their content. It's just constantly arguing like fucking women, like girls in the locker room, you know? Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy to watch, man. Guys, it's, I do it's, got it's it. Oh, Sorry, John. No, go ahead, finish up what you got, to go, got bro. No, it's energy burn, man. It's the crazy energy burn. And it's like, you know, this hurry up and wait shit, this like, this situation we're in where we're like sitting on our fucking hands. We can't really sit on our hands and afford to do that. We have a protocol, but like, it produces this downtime that like people fill with nonsense. And like, you know, I think like there has to be some, a certain, like I'm saying I watch the show, but like, guys, it's where you put your fucking money. That's the that's the thing, and I'm not trying to shill our way, I, but you, we, but like, like we do have the moral high ground. 
John has the moral high ground. Guys that say what we say, NGP, whoever it is, put your money into somebody who's pro-white. Raise first. Like, like you know, waste your time however you want, but put your money where, where, where it can be used for, for what we need. Right. I'm just surprised how like all like how like far away the far right like internet culture is from like this the truth still. Kind of surprises me. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you're able to watch the shit, if you're able to find it easily and watch it, you got to know that's no good, right? Basically, like if, especially as far as where you put your money. You know, people, you can watch movies. We live in the world, right? Like, so you have to, you know, you're going to, people, like, my girlfriend wants to watch normie shit. I watch normie shit. Like, that's not a big deal. But, right. you know, again, that money, that the money, the attention, like, where, what are you doing? Like, like Will to Rise, for example, 3.0 lifestyle. No, I just don't want guys to get pulled away into that shit instead. Because that's what they yeah. do, right? The Jews trying to create these alternatives for you to get pulled into, whether it's flat earth, whether it's fantasy football. Whether it's video games, all of it is to keep you from not being active politically against the Jew. Collectivity. And guys, I do gotta jump off here, man. I'm supposed to be meeting my brother out at the races, like Uh, fucking. We're fucking holding him here. (laughs) He's gonna be madder than a motherfucker. Thank you guys for jumping on, man. It was a great show. Uh yeah, guys, I'd be just Real quick, I saw somebody in the thing mentioning Poseidon. Be careful with that guy, man. Uh, I'll play a video about. I'll play a video from Poseidon uh, next time I'm on the air, and it, I think it will shock all of you guys. He is openly trying to dox white nationalists. So, yeah, be careful, guys. I'm not telling y'all who to listen to or whatever, man. Just be careful with that fucking guy, man. Yeah, we've I'll, been I'll over show... that. We've been covered all him. Mm. Man. You know, he's been dirty for a while. He's getting the money, Johnny, for that thing. Um, the coronavirus was paying content producers. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did a whole thing. I investigated that for White Talk. Uh, it was a daily. I investigated that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Chain Reaction. But yeah, guys, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here too, or you want to say something on the way out, bro? No, man. Thanks for hosting the show. I'll be back yeah. tomorrow night. We'll have a White Talk Live extravaganza. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. Everybody, check it out. 9 p.m. Hell yeah, I should be home for that too. I got basketball tournaments tomorrow evening, but I think I'll be home by nine. Or eight yeah. by the time, anyway. Laughing uh, is good time. Brother Akila, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here? Uh, go watch Tuber, everybody, and uh, go for the stuff me and John got coming up. 3.0, uh, Fascist Fitness, National Socialist Fitness Club on Telegram, 1488. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Sorry, As usual, re- thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for, thanks for coming on, and man. Lift. I know we, we barely made Just you. Lift. Yeah. Yeah, get in that gym, guys. Uh, you know, you don't got to be a gym, right? You don't got to be there every day. Just, you know, an hour a day, three times a week, man, will do wonders for you, man. For eat really food that, eat food that used to be alive. Stay out of the middle of the grocery store. Eat around the eat around the uh, exterior, uh, the outside aisles. Um, yeah, man, it's it's not that hard to be in decent shape. Cook for shape. yourself. Yeah, it's not that hard to be in decent shape. Yeah, cardio is extremely important. But, guys, yeah, uh, just have a good weekend, man. Thank you all very much for being here, man. And, as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. One people, one struggle. God bless y'all, family. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. Ooh, 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 ooh.
we'll look everywhere we go. But when the sinners find us, we won't hide. They'll come loud and they'll come fast. But we shoot first and we can last. Keep your rifle by your side. Singing, oh Lord, this earth was made for us. Singing, oh Lord, this sinful life just ain't enough. So we'll take a stand, cause we must protect our land. Keep your rifle by your side. They'll come day and they'll come night. They'll have our children in their sights. But if they don't have faith, their eyes are blind. They can scream and they can shout, but they can never smoke us out. Keep your rifle by your side. Singing, oh Lord, this earth was made for us. Singing, oh Lord, this sinful life just ain't enough. When we hear the voice, we know we have no other choice. Keep your Sir.